Welcome to Better Than MJ and Kobe. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Prodigy. We back up in here. Alongside me is... It's your boy Stitch. What's up? And we have a special guest. We got Professor Dankenstein up in here with us. What's going on, players? God damn. It's been a minute since we've been on the ones and twos, these mics. We got fucking hot takes for you. We got insight. We got it all. This might be our best fucking episode. I'm going to call it at the start. God damn it. I've done some fucking research. We ready to jump the fuck on in. Should we start with some scandal or should we should we uh, tail off on uh, what we left off last week, last time, which was yeah, the Super get, Bowl? Yeah, let's get the, the old stuff out of the way. Okay. All right. Super Bowl, what was it, 52, god damn it? Yep. All right. What did y'all think of this game? Um, Eagles uh, knocked down Brady. They did. Yeah, they did. Um, I was uh, I was working for most of it, but I got to watch the last quarter. Um, and obviously, it was sort of setting up to just be a typical another damn Tom Brady moment. Mm-hmm. He, he just leads him on the final drive and everything. And then, boom, does not happen. Nope. Um, man from Michigan, Brandon Graham, comes around <laughs> the corner, knocks that ball out. And then everyone's holding their face in their hands. And they don't know what to do. And Philadelphia set the city on fire. Yes, they did. <laughs> we, we will we will touch on Philly fans in a moment. <laughs> Professor Dankenstein, what do you think of this game? Super Bowl uh, 52. Game was awesome. I uh, kind of was doing my thing grilling. Uh, I'm a Tom Brady fan. Uh, people don't like people don't like winners. I like people that win in the discussion. Okay. So I mean, but you're a Rockets fan. <laughs> we will 94, be, 94 we will 95, save, motherfucker. We will save back to back. Warriors had one back to back. We will save the Rockets discussion. That is one of the things we'll we will get that. in on there. But, but go uh, ahead. I'm a I'm a uh, definitely diehard Tom Brady fan. I just like winners. Okay. Um, necessarily not a fan of the organization, but of him as an individual, I was I wanted to see him win another one. Um, to you know, I think unquestionably solidify his his six. reign as the best ever. But he didn't win. Um, I don't think he leaves. I think he still has a shot at winning another one. But uh, I did love seeing the Eagles win um, as an organization, um, which we'll get into in a minute on the fans. But I can't stand their fan base because like you don't fucking wreck your own city after you win a national after you win a <laughs> this championship. This is true. This is so, true. But that's just my opinion. Uh, but I'm happy for the Eagles organization. Uh, so it was a forty-one to thirty-three loss for uh, the Patriots. The Patriots. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to go into a, a couple qu- quick numbers because I did a little bit of homework actually this time. Um, Philly most yards uh, in a win in Super Bowl history six hundred and thirteen. Um, I'm sorry, most yards allowed. My yeah. bad. Most yards allowed six hundred thirteen yards they allowed and still got the W. Tom Brady twenty-eight for forty-eight five hundred and five yards. Three TDs, zero INTs, but a crucial fucking fumble. Yeah, um, it was a it was a track meet right out the, out the jump and I'm scoring. And uh, I do remember we we talked about it maybe like one or two episodes ago. Um, the Patriots defense at the beginning of the year was real real sketchy. Um, they sketchy were giving here. a lot of points and everything. They seemed to patchworked it together towards the mid late part of the season, but. Uh, so whatever happened uh, in terms of the film room, Philadelphia knew how to just rack up yards and move the ball up and down the field. Did Belichick fuck up by who was who was the guy that he benched on the defense? Oh, uh, Butler, Malcolm yeah. Butler. Um, Why the, he wasn't injured? Why the fuck was did that happen? I, I never got the full story. We I don't think anyone has. So I think that that happens a lot in the Patriots organization. Is if you don't. Fit if you don't follow their regiment, you're out. Period. Yep. Boom, done. I mean, with Gronk right now, Gronk wants to train with Brady's guy, but they want they don't want Brady's guy in the building. Well, Gronk is supposedly teetering on yeah. thinking about retirement because they, and they won't let him train the way he wants to train, and that's another reason why he's thinking about retirement is because he can't. They're not letting him do his own thing, and it's there. It's their way or the highway, but it's worked for him. 
it's can't argue with success. It's an interesting um, situation that happened, to say the least. Um, there's obviously there's sort of that unwritten rule about punishing your, your star players and when exactly do you punish somebody. Yep. Um, whatever it was that happened, it has not come out what the actual issue was, whether if he was late for curfew or, or something like that of that nature. He could have fucked Belichick's wife. Yeah, probably. He, he <laughs> sat the entire game. He is a elite player for their defense. Certainly. And, um, I mean, maybe it would have made the difference between winning or losing, but... Without a doubt, your defense is better with him on the field. Certainly. You can't even argue that. You know what I mean? And that was a questionable benching. But again, we don't know the reason, so it's hard to speculate. I don't don't know. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't anything legal-wise. No. In terms of being in trouble with the actual law. No. and It's not like it was a drug test either where the NFL, you know, had him benched or or something. So, I mean, it's a lot of questions behind that. And it's a hell of a time to pick a point. To make a, a statement, but but has he? But my question is, has he earned the right to do that? Belichick, Belichick, anybody else? You'd be roasting him historically. Oh yeah, yeah. He, but he has he earned the right to do that, even if it means he's, a loss. He has earned the right to do so, but it's hard not to second guess with the results that of we course, saw yeah. from a defensive. Standpoint. Well, I mean, I agree with second guess it, but you're not he. Any other coach probably would, uh, might probably have gotten fired for it. Yeah, that's there, there's some truth to that. Okay, well, ironically, let's let's see, let's go back two months ago. We mm. had a another great, uh, possibly best coach ever in their their profession do a crazy perceived move in terms of benching your starting quarterback at halftime for a freshman in the national mm. championship game for, for college football. Talking about Mr. Saban, right? Now, that happened to work out after everyone was kind of scratching their head thinking, that, that dude's crazy, that dude's crazy, but it worked out in the end. But I think so even the, if he, they were ends, lost, he still they still wouldn't have had his job. He wouldn't even been on the hot seat, even if he had lost. Well, well college football is a completely different animal than I still it is think so. with, with professional football. But I, I think... The end results of the game dictates if you're a crazy genius or a crazy fool. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, there's, crazy, there's crazy like a box <laughs> sometimes. Let's give some credit, though. Foles, 28 for 43, 373 yards passing, three TDs, only one interception. Where he had a lot of help was with Blunt, 90 yards rushing on 14 carries or something like that. Blunt went back-to-back Super Bowls. Yeah, yeah um, Blunt... In a lot of ways, in my opinion, was the difference because this these ninety yards and I think he had one TD um, that was exceptional yeah. well, and it put them over the edge. So you, in a lot you're of ways. telling me that running the ball <laughs> helped win a Super Bowl? Yeah, exactly. Fascinating. Imagine that. Atlanta. Atlanta that. Imagine that. <laughs> no, this that's it's it's there are excellent <laughs> points. Um, I'm gonna fully admit that I of course thought that Brady was going to win this one. We a lot of people, a lot of people did. I give credit to Philly. Uh, Foles was a backup. Let's not forget that. They Philly had never won. They hadn't been to the Super Bowl since Donovan McNabb, and nobody from that team, to my knowledge, nope. was still on the squad. Uh, new organ, new coaching staff, new everything from that those years back in the early two thousands or mid two thousands. They got it done against a quality behemoth. You know, yeah. franchise, yeah. and I, I gotta give credit to that. Yes, you know, especially after losing your all your MVP caliber, who was the clear favorite for the MVP Definitely. in your uh, yeah uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, and then uh, Foles coming in a backup who has shown to be serviceable throughout his career. Yeah. Yep, but not, a not, star. not but not not an MVP MVP caliber player that's gonna take you to the Super Bowl right. and win it. Let's say something about Foles though. I don't believe for a 
fucking second that there's a quarterback controversy, even with this win no. in Philly. No, it's still Carson Wentz. It's Carson Wentz's team, and Foles is going to get overpaid from somebody else. As, yeah. he, as he should. Yeah. As as should. I'm not mad at him, yeah, get him getting yeah. his money. Get your, get your hustle on. Get that, that check and everything. I don't know if he's a free agent or what his contract situation dictates. One way or another, he, he's, he's going gonna get to... Paid There's plenty of teams out there right now that need a quarterback. Yeah. He, he'll be somewhere with a $30 million, $40 million contract, okay. you know. And, and I'm not mad at that. Power, he, is power to him. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. want a Super Bowl, you deserve to get paid. Yeah, so... Um, let's get it to... And we, uh, just want to say, we also put Joe Montana back on top of the No, place. Joe Montana's not yes, above Tom Brady. There are... Here's, here's my thing. We Joe Montana all... ain't losing no Nick Foles. This is he true. He gonna lose to no Nick Foles. He didn't get as many Super Bowl chances yeah, as fucking, did. uh, Brady did either. I will say this. <laughs> we can still have the debate like we did the year before. We can. But, at the same time, for me, I'm still gonna put a small asterisk and say... Brady's story isn't over till he's retired. If he wins one more, it's unquestionable. He's the greatest. Not unquestionable. He's got three losses. You hold three L's. You had you had a perfect team. You got a, you caught an L. Then you shit happens in a one game. You know, one it game toss up. Greatest team of all time. It doesn't be, matter. Show her the Warriors. It's the greatest team. Lost in a seven game series. Not even a one game playoff. In a seven game series, the best team in NBA history lost two different sports. Doesn't matter. You're, you're comparing a person with an but, actual team. But anything can happen in one game. To, for, for, to lose in a seven game series is worse than losing in a we're one game. In any sport. We, in any sport. We're sticking to football, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll come back to the dubs. We'll come back to the dubs on basketball. Joe Montana ain't lose. Joe Montana did yeah. not I'll lose. That. Hold on. Did, did uh, Joe Montana beat Elway? But hold on, hold on. Hold on. Siasen, for, for the Marino. Steelers. For the Steelers. <laughs> Bradshaw has four as well. Why is he never in discussion? Because it's mainly defense. That was a steel curtain. Steel curtain but defense. Four Super Bowl. Did Doesn't he matter. I'm they, sorry. Did he lose one? The defense. He didn't no. have to be great though. He he just had I, to be okay in the defense. I just want to put it out there. If we're talking about rings and whatnot, why is Bradshaw never even in the discussion with four on his hand? Because it's just that they he didn't win the those. overall crazy amount of talent he had around him. Different he time had, too. He had two uh, Hall of Fame wide receivers. Lynn uh, Swan was one of them. Yeah. His uh, Franco is a Hall there of Fame running back. Uh, so you also have a Hall of Fame littered defense. Okay. With the the curtain. At the same time, and we've done this before, the Niners were very stacked in the in the eighties. Monta- Montana only had Rice for two of them. You're right about that, but so he's winning them with with. Uh, Solomon and Clark, Clark, Clark ain't in the Hall of Fame. I mean, they, they're they're good players, John Taylor and all that, but they're not. Roger Craig's not in the Hall of Fame. Very, very good players, though. Good, oh yeah. Okay. But there's we're there's difference between like Hall of Fame and Hall of Hall of Really Good. This is true. Before. This is true. Gronk's a Hall of Famer. Oh yeah, yeah. This is true. All right, let me give uh, a few more last in, uh, pieces of information about the Super Bowl <clears throat> that I love. Lowest ratings since 2010. All that yak that people have been talking about, NFL, NFL, can't bring down the king, can't bring down the king, Super Bowl still king. Lowest ratings for this Super Bowl, 52, which was a good game and had a perennial hated, uh, you know, kingdom or, or monarchy, whatever you want to call it, in the Patriots, who everybody wants to see lose and people watch for them. 3% drop from last year. And lowest ratings since 2010. Yeah. What does this say about pro football right now? 
I've said I've said my piece. You know my take. I, I, I with the ratings, it's it's weird for me. I mean, I just I didn't watch until the fourth quarter, just with situation with work and stuff like that. True. But in terms of actually being excited, when when you're talking about the Super Bowl, you're you're comparing two teams that you're excited about. Um, sorry, Philadelphia, but a lot of people were not excited about this Philadelphia. There's no stars. There no, it wasn't a marquee match. If, if it had been Green Bay versus New England, I think those ratings would have shot through the roof. If you Probably. had a, a superstar going against another superstar. If you, would have had, gamer, if you would have had Pittsburgh versus... Pittsburgh versus who? That's AFC. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, no, no, no. shit. Yeah, you need, you, if you have two Hall of Famers going against each other, that's... That works better, I think, than the actual Cinderella story of these rough and ragtag. Just two marquee guys going. Philadelphia Eagles versus Tom Brady, who we've seen there. For and the a Philadelphia Eagles with a backup quarterback. Yeah. My counter to that though is the East Coast has from Boston to DC the majority of people. Like there's over 50 million people in that Northeast area. You got two teams in the Northeast playing each other. This is a East Coast centric sports country. Well, the, the Super Bowl is a, co- a world event. I, I hear yeah, you. I don't, I don't, I'm just I don't saying think it's it's as regional as like a college but, national championship. You, but I, compare it to this, like you, we all know that no matter what their record, the Boston Red Sox versus the New York Yankees kind of mean something for for just based. It's a historically historically, good. and it's it's two East Coast big cities going at each other. Yeah, this coulda woulda shoulda. Been another case of two East Coast teams, you know, competing with each other and the world caring or the U.S. caring at least. I think I ju- I think you just need, I think you need players more so players and a better storyline mm. than actual regions. I mean, it, if you look at Cleveland's not a large city, true in terms of population or but market and everything, but you have LeBron versus Steph and everything. That would be, I mean, that's what people want to see. It, rather than, let's say, if it was the Knicks or whatever. Okay. Most, people want to see top star versus top star battle it out and who's The Red better. Sox, Yankees don't have that. Like, the Red Sox aren't, don't have that star power. The Yankees do it right now, especially after the trade after the trade they made for yeah. Stanton. Yep. Baseball's a little bit quirky-ish in terms of some of the logistics behind it, but you have your 11 best people versus your 11 best people. You have a Hall of Fame, I think, especially with the quarterback position. If you got two elite quarterbacks or two really good quarterbacks going against each other, you're just going to want to watch pe- it. People are going to want to watch to see. Aaron same Rodgers reason, or not, I think, boxing doesn't really get a lot of stuff, but then you have a marquee matchup. People are just going to tune in for that one because they know the names. Here's the deal. My opinion, y'all don't have to agree, but I do think that there is something to the NFL luster startly uh, starting to lose some of its shine from a rating standpoint. I've been talking for the last two years following very closely these ratings, and the Super Bowl is supposed to be Teflon when it comes to a ratings dip. Oh, yeah. And and we're seeing we're th- seeing things slide in continuation to regular season sliding of TV ratings. We, we That's talked, not a blip. We talked all year about how a lot of the stars were just injured. Okay. And Even going into the playoffs, you didn't have those premier marquee quarterback matchups. There was no Russell Wilson. There was no Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you had, it would have been either Minnesota or Philadelphia, so you would have got Case Keenum versus whoever came out of the... Sure. The, uh, so, uh, Not well known. It, the only major name out of the NFC, quarterback-wise, would have been Drew Brees. 
That would have been the only, and that would that probably would have made the ratings pop a little bit. Be like Breeze versus Brady, two that Hall of yeah. Famer quarterbacks, and that would have been a great storyline to sell. the The only thing coming into this, where people were throwing it on Sports Center, was like, "Will Brady get his six ring. six ring or whatever?" And I'm just like, oh, and God. the Eagles never winning their first one was a side note to Brady winning his sixth. Yeah, I hear you. I think there's a bigger thing going on with the popularity Listen. of football in terms of a trend, and I think that even going into next year. You're not going to see, barring injuries, barring whoever makes it to the Super Bowl, I don't think you're going to see a dramatic increase in TV rating eyeballs like you traditionally have had. We do. I mean, we do have uh, someone that agrees with you. Vince McMahon smells blood in the water. I'm telling you. (laughs) That XFL coming back. He is. There's something there when you see something... Year after year, and this this would be a third year for the trend if it continues. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Yeah. God damn it, we have gone. We have gone into some good stuff on so football. So you want to keep it with football within with the uh, combine and the draft. And well, before we go draft, and I do want to keep it with football. Let's get into a goddamn Roger Goodell and Jerry okay. Jones. Oh, I like what, this. What in the fuck you is come going at the king? You best not miss. miss. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Damn yeah. it! He tried to buck and buck, and then uh, with this whole suspension thing, did you try to get your boss fired? Yeah. Tell me, tell me one job in the world you try to get your boss fired. There's not going to be consequences and repercussions. There's <laughs> none. But, but let me add one more thing though. He had still Jerry Jones had voted to keep him in. What was it? A year and a half ago? Yeah. Not yeah. very long ago. That's He's, Jerry Jones, though. He gave the thumbs up saying, you're doing a great job making us money. I want you to stay on as the commish. Of course. Until it he, was all good just a week ago. Until it, it's until he starts going against your star running back for whatever, putting bruises on women, supposedly. <laughs> so he's, he's picking and choosing his battles. But are you telling me, nah, bruh. So if I if I go to your job and try to stop you from getting a raise, we gonna we we gonna be cool? No, we ain't. <laughs> sure ain't. But, but I'm very much Jerry Jones size. I, size. I don't like Adele at all. I like Jerry oh. Jones. like this fucking um uh what is it? Fine, he's getting he get fucking pisses that he don't give a shit. Well, he does. It's not shit to him in terms of the money, but he's a very prideful. Oh, man. publicity. Yeah, that he's getting pissed. But I think it's gonna fuel the the rivalry between them. I think he's gonna come. He's no gonna rivalry. come even harder. How you gonna come G- hard? Goodell gonna win this one. You, Goodell gonna lost. win this he one lost. hard. <laughs> but I think he he's gonna, But he's not gonna sit back and just sit there. He's gonna keep coming. Can well, keep coming to what? I what? think he took an L. He got the L. He, he took the L. He's holding the L. He's been branded with the L. But he's but that but that's not gonna put him down. How well, he's well, gonna come back? Hold on. How? One, one quick second. Sway. <laughs> One quick second. Let me just at least say to the audience who are listening to this, Jerry Jones has been fined $2 million by Goodell. That's the... For wasting my time. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) $2 million, it's big money to us, but it ain't shit to Jerry Jones. But that's the amount of money that we're talking about. Because pretty much for the lawyer fees and all that shit that came out, I guess, the the sort of... um, I I don't know if it's called like kind of like a union sort of thing, but it's the collective... um, the collective pot that represents, I guess, the owner's money to like get like a lawyer and everything. Yeah. So, it's like a player's union. It's a coach's union, basically. Yeah. It's like a, the yeah, player's the union. owner's union or whatever yeah. the fuck you want to call it. But essentially, yeah, you uh, burned up $2 million of this collective money. Now you got to pay it back. Because yep. you wasted our time. It wasn't legitimate. And, and, and I don't like what you were saying. All that <laughs> shit you was talking about. Yeah. It, it's... Basically, a fee for talking shit about me. But yeah. that is a win for Goodell. But I still think Goodell's on the hot seat as far as the whole NFL goes. With if it keeps trending in the same way it's going, 
then I think he's got maybe two, three years uh, left. Yeah. If it continues here, then we're in two to three years, we're going to be asking some serious questions. Now, <sighs> Professor Dankenstein, I am 3,000% with you in terms of a long-term trend. And again, I, I go back to these numbers in terms of the ratings. The reason that the ABCs, NBCs, and Foxes get to have TV contracts that are the envy of the entire sports world is because of great TV ratings. If you're not putting up the same level of increased great TV ratings year after year after year, that's not a good look for the commission. Overall, I'm going to disagree. Goodell ain't going nowhere. Um, you had him on the ropes with the whole Ray Rice thing. That's when you. Ooh, that was bad. That's yeah. when you had. <laughs> that's when you had his neck on the chopping block with the executioner with the axe swinging, and he he skedaddled out of that and everything because that was something that affected all of the teams. It this was a bad look. All thirty-two teams. This this Dallas thing is a Dallas problem. Oh, Dallas ain't gonna do it. Dallas ain't gonna. And it just do the news. It's, it's not America's team anymore. Can't have a pool. Dallas <laughs> Dallas is just Dallas. loud about it because it's whatever. Dallas Cowboy fans are just loud and obnoxious. This about is it. true. Annoying as fuck. But if you look at it as, in a general, thirty-two teams. How many of those thirty-two teams actually really have reason to fucking be like Goodell, get the fuck out of here? You have Dallas, you have New Orleans, and you have New England. But I wouldn't so you put it as three a, of the uh, you, three verse twenty nine now. But, but it's not of, it's not an individual team versus Goodell per se issue. What it's I, owners? What, yeah, what I'm talking about is owners collectively saying. What other owners are pissed out of? No, but, well, I'm saying that they shall be pissed or will be pissed about a de- decrease in revenue from the standpoint of TV ratings, and when those contracts come up, I don't know if it's three years down the road or eight. But again, how if does, trends continue, but how does, they will be dissatisfied. How does that fall on Goodell? Why? Because he's the commission for this entire time period. If the commission, one of the jobs is to grow the revenue. You okay. are like the CEO of the NFL. If you're one of the largest sources of revenue, which is the TV rating, TV contracts, start to dwindle, which they might do if trends continue like they have for the last couple of years into the future, that's not a good look for the for the entire league. Okay, so it seems to... I mean, I don't believe it is, but um, a big sort of uh, bullseye point on this whole revenue loss is has to go back to the whole Kaepernick thing. Of course. How Now, I'm curious. How does that fall on Goodell's plate? Is it being his fault? Because Goodell is now in the middle of that situation in terms of... Because he's pretty much... He's sort of sided with the owners on that. Where, he, he categorically sided with the owners. Yeah. There's no, so, no halfway so, about it. Who's, I mean... So here's the thing. If, if the general public is mad about Kaepernick not having a job, but your employers and your bosses are happy with how you handled the situation, then why are you going to be punished by the people you made happy by doing what you did? I'll tell you why. Because long term, they did not handle the PR from that. Kaepernick has been out of the league for a year plus now. And it's still a story, whereas... If the commissioner had handled it like house for some in, to- in some kind of the NBA has plenty of scandals, they all go away quickly. Not on this, not like this. This is a different thing. And, and when a national how, dealing how, with the national icon, I, idealistically, how think, what? Let's just put put on the, the commissioner hat. How could you have solved the Kaepernick I'll, situation I'll tell to you make how. the owners? I tell you, how. I'm going to go back 20 years on you. When David Stern was the commissioner for the NBA. They had a player by the name of Chris Jackson mm-hmm. 
also known as Mahmoud Abdul Raouf. Yeah. This, for all you millennials who don't know shit, this guy was doing the equivalent of Kaepernick's protests in the mid-90s yeah. for the Denver Nuggets, where he would not stand up for the national anthem and was a Muslim, a Muslim American player. He is not wasn't in the league very much longer afterwards, but it didn't become a huge outcry and scandal where people were upset about him getting not unfairly kicked out of the league or nobody signing him. Stern handled that situation, which was very similar, better than Goodell. That's but, all I'm saying. No, better, but than. but. Stern also didn't have to deal with the whole social media aspect, making it even bigger. Different Kaepernick time. Kaepernick not only had the news, which uh, in that era you had the news, about the same as here, no difference. But now you have so much social media, so much social justice warriors that are just on there just beating this drum and making it, making it grow to something yeah. even bigger than it should have been. Uh, the reason why that example doesn't apply is because that is pre-9-11. So anything seemed anti-American before that is just is, does not equal the weight that it had after after 9/11. Where now we have at every fucking baseball game, God bless America. You had that before. You didn't have God bless. You had to say you had take me out to the ball game. You had that. You didn't have God bless America. And everyone, everyone, you had say, flag wavings. You had not on national the same, anthem, not on the, the same, same level. level you had before nine eleven. Do you? So you're telling me you don't think that Stern, from a PR pure, purely PR standpoint, handled that situation with Mahmoud Abdul Roof better than Goodell handled this? Completely different. I don't think he had to deal. He had the same. Uh, there was there, 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 there was no anti. There was no massive anti-Muslim. Uh, rhetoric, anti-Islam uh, sentiment as a as a country that we were going through at the time. But there was definitely an anti-Chris Jackson, Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, get this guy out of here sentiment. There was not Sports Illustrated, but not the same. Not, 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 not on, on, on a national level. level. It wasn't. None. Well, yeah. even beyond his Muslim stuff, I'm talking about his not standing for the Ameri- for the national anthem and being very belligerent about it. it again, it didn't become. A big issue. I agree with you on 9-11, it being pre-9-11, and I also agree that it's a different sport. I'm just saying Stern handled the situation better. Yeah, of course, because you didn't have, there weren't as many landmines attached to it. Literally. It's a cut the red wire, cut the blue wire bomb back in the 90s. This is a much complex, wrapped up system in terms of like get, what you're going to do. I don't give Goodell any credit for he didn't how have he to. He didn't this, have so. to uh, he, have everybody in the nation question his opinion. Things how, in a lot but of how? What could he have done to make the situation any better? I, you, you can't make one of these, these... You can't make one of your bosses hire Kaepernick. If you do that, then maybe you'll appease the other side. But you can't force these other 32... Your, your 32 bosses to do it. Then, then they're going to be pissed... And the other 31 guys are going to be like, who the fuck are you to tell me how to run my, they my team? Checks. And I pay you? Get to get out of here. I'll get, I'll get another. That's when you're going to get here's, here, here's what I would have done. Know you're right. You cannot force someone to hire him as a quarterback or a backup start, uh, quarterback. I get that. However, what I would have done, either through backroom deals or something is have him try out for a few teams, and whether he made it or didn't, the onus doesn't seem as egregious from a black uh, a, a, a 
blacklisting standpoint, if you see him trying out and for whatever reason it just doesn't work out for this franchise or that franchise. He didn't get tryouts is what I'm saying. How does the employee make the boss do that? I'm saying the employee. Goodell with deals. Deals how? He's he has you, you don't think he has several meetings with all of these owners? Okay. He's saying he's what, saying what, what can he tell these dudes that are that He are, can tell them from a PR standpoint this thing is getting uglier and uglier and our TV ratings are going down. Everyone knows that. They the, the 31 owners, 32 owners therefore, know that when they see, oh shit, my, my checks a little bit smaller this week. Therefore, here's a strategy and this is something I came up with just off the top of my head of at least eliminating the they're blacklisting him by so, so by showing want, a trial. So want I don't think that would to, happen. You, so you want Goodell to completely go into the collusion aspect of it? Oh, certainly. He already oh, does. Because then he already does. So that okay, why, why would why, you do that? Why would an owner jump on a man landmine for him? Now you got look, thirty-one people keeping the secret that no, can no, fucking no, no, blow no, no, up the no, entire no, league. You get some collusion shit in NFL that'll cause some problems. Hold on, collusion for the sake of. Trying to get the PR nightmare off their back, and here's the other thing too. I'm not saying you have to hire him. Do you know what kind? Of, that, but that that's a slot. That's, that's a that's be, a bet for a for, for for a minor win. But you're gambling so much more. They've already lost or they're losing. But that's like this no. big of an L versus this big of an L. Because if you got a tryout, that would that would no. The collusion if they came out in the back and asked affirmative action. Say like, hey guys, but this, but, this is on. how that conversation would have went. Hey, can you um give Kaepernick a tryout? You don't have to. I don't want you to sign him. Just give him a. Yeah, yeah, no, because then that comes out and oh my god! Oh, they could keep that secret. You don't think they could do that behind the scenes? Just gonna come out, bro. They, how, how many secrets? They can't even keep the the concussion shit a secret. Well, they, that's because they were literally paying off doctors to say the opposite of what they wrote in their medical report. Okay, okay. So I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about a hey, dude, give him a trial. You know, hush hush. Nothing stays he tries a out, doesn't make it, boom. Well, Nothing he did, stays he, a secret. He did with Seattle. Seattle, he, he uh, went up. Was Seattle. it a full tryout? It was, I think it was like a tryout or a workout or something. I thought it was a workout. It wasn't a tryout. I thought it was a workout. I thought it was a workout. There's this. And, and the coach we was like, oh, he, he deserves to start somewhere. I, I think he does. And then nothing. Mm, yeah. Crickets. Well, this is true. Man, we've gotten we've gotten deep on this, goddammit. Yeah. All right. Yes. We, we disagree, disagree, but that's okay. Pretty much he couldn't have done shit. All right. Goodell ain't shit. Goddammit. Yeah, it was a workout. Work out. All right, Philly fans, do we want to go back to this? Philly fans, they're just obnoxious. They're hilarious. They crack me up. Um, of course they burnt down the fucking city, looting, rioting, mad maxing all over <laughs> downtown Philadelphia. Raised uh, raised Crisco stocks by a couple points. Yeah, man. Um, Philly fans acted. They were going into stores ass. and literally looting, throwing shit. Not even stealing, just fucking destroying. Yeah. Like, as a, as an outside person, I I was laughing. But, yeah. but like, from a fan standpoint, I, why would you do that? Why, why are you going to ruin your, your own city you live in yep. and people's livelihoods over a game? At the end of the day, it's a game. That's it. That's I understand it. it's your first one, but still. Act like you've been there. Did Houston loot the, uh, the city after we won our first uh, World Series? Nope. Nope. Dubs won two championships of the last three years. No problems other than a fun parade. And lots of t-shirt sales. That's it. Promoting business. This That's is it. just kind of the opposite of what it should have been. Yeah, I mean, it's, people just don't know how to act. They really don't. Yeah. It's it's hilarious. Also, I think laughs. Philly PD uh, didn't seem to give much of a shit. I saw plenty of Philly PD cops out there having fun with the fans. <laughs> like, 
you know, pre-riot stuff. I'm like, what the fuck is you going on? You gotta know when, you, when they just count the numbers. <laughs> like, how am I going to solve the situation? You there just got you to go. be a system analyst. There you go, goddammit. All right, all right. All right. So, we're sticking with NFL and going? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. All right, so, uh, Elmore, I don't know if you've been, or Stitch, I don't know if you've been following um, the, or you, uh, Prodigy, if you've been following the Combine at all, seeing what's going on. I've seen a little bit. Yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, the, um, that was... Saquon Barkley or the uh, the, MPT? Well, the, we'll go with Saquon. Saquon's putting up uh, 29 really good numbers. From Penn um, State, running back. Yeah, um, amazing numbers. Um, 40s grade, the high, 41 inch vertical, 29 reps. I mean, the dude's a people monster. People want him to be drafted first overall as a running back, which um, know about all that. But, but who else the Browns are going to take? The Browns need some help. They're Browns not going to go to the quarterback. They need a quarterback. But they're not going to get a quarterback. The Browns just need a reboot. <laughs> and um, I mean, hand, handing the ball to. Uh, to say to uh, Barkley, they need to wipe away that whole team and treat them like a brand new team in the league and let them just draft players. Yeah, just, I mean, like just got got to help them. Zero yeah. sixteen. Yeah. You know, you can't do any worse. They lost one. They won what, one game past three years. Yep. Uh, you can't do any worse. Um, Barkley is a stud. I, I I saw plenty of Penn State games this past year. Mm-hmm. He ran all over people. He was able to catch out of the backfield very effectively. He was. Faster and more athletic than almost anybody I saw in college football, period. Mm-hmm. Um, how that translates, though, and this is where I always want to be careful, we don't fucking know. No. Yeah. We don't know. You could be the strongest, fastest com- um, combine player. It doesn't necessarily exactly. equate to you being Different. a stud in the NFL. You're uh, you're not playing in, in, in uh, Under Armour spandex. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there's, there's pads you put on. There's uh, 11 other people that are... Just as quick, uh, or even slightly slower, or but stronger. I mean, it's it's a it's a completely different world. Yep. Then I mean, you can be a workout warrior, and that's fine and dandy, but it's different on Sundays. Yeah. Um. We'll see about him. The other one in Shaquille terms of Griffin. Well, before we do that, staying with the uh, uh, running backs. Uh, okay. This guy uh, Bradley Chubb out of North uh, North Carolina State. Is uh, I think, yeah, he's is he he's related to Nick Chubb, Chubb from Georgia, from Georgia, the running back from Georgia. Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be a killing it, killing it I mean, from what I've been seeing. If the family genes run strong, bro, you better watch yeah, out. Good, yeah, this is true. So uh, I mean, it there's a combines are always a nice little warm up uh, right before the draft. But it doesn't tell you how that translates onto the no, field. Anybody can run fast when there's nobody hitting you. Tell yeah. that to Mel Kiper, goddamn it! Yeah. Holy fucking shit, he yeah. gets he that, gets that, that a hard on for these numbers that dude, every that year. That dude's right every year. Every year, why? Because he has fifty different predictions. So oh, one of them's got to be right. One of them's got to be right. Yeah, me and Stitch looked at him, <laughs> the professor, like he was fucking nuts for a second there. I mean, um, we got some QBs: Sam, uh, Sam Darnold, Darnold, Josh uh, Rosen, Josh Allen. Yeah. Um, it's tough. Uh, it Josh Allen was, a, was ch- chunking that ball. Man. It is a cannon. It, yeah, Demarcus Russell had a cannon too. This is true. true. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah. I mean, I it, <coughs> I was look, trying to watch what Allen was doing at the beginning part of these this year because uh, obviously Carson Wentz came from uh, North Dakota Coast State. State. Uh, Josh Allen from Wyoming. So it's like, okay, is this like some untapped sort of resource? What's what's going on up 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 way up north in these uh. Cowboy country areas, and obviously with the success that um, Wentz had, um, it's. I mean, this could be the next Wentz. A lot of people are saying I wasn't too impressed 
during the season with what was going on. Time was not. I mean, that could uh, be the talent that was around him. Yeah. I mean, th- there's a lot of factors that, that do go into it. But in the same aspect, I wasn't impressed with a lot of stuff that the USC quarterback was doing or the UCLA guy. Yeah, Josh, I mean, Josh Rosen, I mean, we, I mean, I'm a Texas A&M fan. We played him quite a few times. And there's moments when he looks... Really everything, young. everything that he was taught to be, or he was touted to be, but yep. then there's sometimes he just like crumbles under yeah. pressure. Well, all, all the guys don't seem overly consistent. Now I don't yeah. want to say it's a weak quarterback draft or anything like that. If they get in the right system and get coached up, and so again, you get the best quarterback in the league, put and put him in in Cleveland. They're just yeah. <laughs> so so it, well, I mean, we'll, we'll fucking see. see. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any sort of set lock. Barkley seems to be the the safest pick, but. Uh, Taking him at one is is kind of up there. Yeah. Holy fucking shit! All right. Let's and then also the uh, well for the the, the story that was but coming out today about um, Griffin 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 Griffin. Uh, he's a linebacker from UCF. Undefeated, uh, my national champion. No left hand. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> Central Florida Knights. Uh, Dante Culpepper's own water. Oh Jesus. Um, <laughs> but he, I guess, was was in an. Amputee. Was he born that? I don't believe it was an amputee. I don't know the story behind. Wait, this guy with one yeah, hand. Yeah, it's an amputee yes. from UCF. He's an amputee. He's not. Born Wait, is he a receiver? He's Line, a linebacker. Linebacker. Bruh. He, he's a Dude. linebacker. He ran the fastest four, uh, four three for eight. a combine in linebacker ever yeah. by a linebacker. Period. Blew it away. B- faster than than OBJ. Yeah. He, yeah. Odell. Yeah, he ran a faster up, forty times than Odell. Up Twenty reps. Two twenty five. Through okay. 20 reps Let, with I, an amputated hand. I have questions. Okay, so oh, yeah, so does he wear on the field no. the amputated device? No, he only wore he wore this sort of like um, prosthetic during the bench press. That allowed him the to bench break the press, bar. Yeah, which but when he's on the field, you can't wear a prosthetic. Same thing with uh, the guy blew, uh, John JPP Jonathan Pierre Paul, yeah. the one that okay. blew off his hand with the fireworks. You can't wear it. When you're on the on the uh, field. field, but he dominated in, in college football this year. He balled the fuck out, and he people were talking about him. They were, they were sort of like, "He's gonna get drafted. It'll be a nice story." What he did at the combine elevated him to like he's, second. He, he's looking right. at getting day two draft. Here's what I'm gonna say. Oh boy, here fuck we go. what the world is saying. Fuck what the nice story. The NFL does not give a single solitary shit about a nice, warm-hearted story but if whatsoever. Good, can... I'm just gonna say this. We will see once he goes someplace if he can execute on the field. I don't care about his missing hand or whatever. If he's able to play at a high level, I'll give him credit. If he ain't able to dominate on the NFL level, I'm you. If, he, if, he, if he ain't able to, I don't want to hear about he this. Balled at a undefe- he balled for UCF. He was their star defensive dude for undefeated team in college. He balled then, the fuck out. In the NFL, we've then seen a came, guy use one hand. He wasn't good. even initially invited to the combine. Took over the fucking combine. Balled the fuck out there. It's a wonderful story, but it's incomplete for me. Okay. The yeah. complete factor, the check mark would be, oh, I'm a pro bowler in the NFL now. Now, if he's a pro bowler in the NFL two, three years from now... I eat crow and I say, hey, you know, that guy's great. If that doesn't happen, fuck his story. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> touche. Fuck him. Oh, All right, goddamn. Can we get to some goddamn basketball? Let's get some basketball. Let's get stuff Let's get going current. on in basketball, goddammit. What in the shit? Professor Degenstein is from Texas. Houston, motherfucker. Oh, H-Town, Clutch City. Before we, before we get to Houston, we got other bullshit going on in Texas. What in the entire fucking shit is going on with the Dallas Mavericks, right, sir? We do not... 
Is it, we do not. Dallas is its own. This thing. is the same state. God it's damn it. Thing. No. Oh, but, okay, but I hate the Mavericks. Um, <laughs> Everybody seems to hate um, them now. Mark Cuban. I mean, like, I love him as an as an owner. I think he's done well. He put his guy get gigantic fucking foot in his mouth when he made the comment about them. Oh, let's just tank. Yeah. Well, okay, so we can start with the tanking stuff. The NBA. If you're do it. The NBA, who has a strong commissioner, Adam Silva, who said. I'm going to find your ass, I don't care who you are, $600 million, or 600000 600000 my bad. Like $600 million. Yeah, $600,000, my bad, my bad. $600,000 for saying... Nothing. I think it should have been at least a million. But for saying stuff that's detrimental to the league. Absolutely. It's we like, don't play that. It's like the military should be, you just, that's the thing, you don't ask, you don't tell. You don't talk about it. <laughs> I think that, that got overturned. <laughs> and not in the NBA. There's things you do and you don't talk about it. And tanking is one of them. Yes, it's true. Yes, yeah. it's true. In all sports. Um... The other thing is, I went back into Mavericks history. So, after their title in 2010, 2011, they are fucking close to being called a failed franchise, as you can possibly get. 36-30, and 30, the year after, first round loss of the Thunder, no playoffs, and a 500 record after that. And then three straight years of first round losses to the Spurs, Rockets, Thunder, and then the last year, no playoffs. This team, from a title contention, has had nothing but hard L's. So wait a minute. So a team that has made the playoffs in the West, uh, what was that, uh, one, two, what, three out of five years? Mm-hmm. You're saying is a complete, utter failure. I'm, I'm well, refused I'm, on this. I'm saying they're an utter failure because what they're coming off of was a incredible team that won the title and had a chance had Cuban not been selling Every single asset from a championship team had a chance to be a much harder contender, especially when you're talking about the first couple years right after that 2010-2011 title. They sold. Remember what they did? Did they had a? Uh, oh God damn it! I'm trying to. I'm blanking on the the tall center that they had. Oh, Fuck. Tyson Chandler. They had Tyson Chandler, who was still he got his defensive player of the year, and then he just tanked. He's still young and athletic and at the time. That, they they let go of him. They had some some. They let go of a lot of talent. Well, well, if you and remember they correctly, they talent. were trying to. They had uh, DeAndre Jordan pretty much locked up until um, someone. I guess his agent kept him locked in the house. I remember or that. Like yeah, that. yeah. So it wasn't like they completely just stopped trying. They made some maybe questionable trades. Dirk started to age, and they. I mean, they kept Dirk. They did keep Dirk. So I, I can't blame they did them right. for for trying to do that. But the the West just blew the fuck up. The West is is the West. The, making, the West making is, the playoffs in the West is is a, a it's like making the it's conference the championships in the East. It's not it's not the East. It's not the East, but this could have been. I, I know it's hard to play revisionist history back five six years ago. This could have been a much stronger contender in the West that was at least going to Western Conference Finals or second rounds past their championship season, and you know they they sold away a lot of assets and haven't by their own standards that they set in their championship season, really competed in the West since then. I mean, first, ra- first round or we no were, playoffs we were all the aging. time. Dirk was getting older. Jason Terry they got rid of. Chandler hasn't talent. really... Hasn't they could have... Here's the thing. They could have gotten more talent around. They, 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 could, they could have flipped those. Let's not make too many excuses for them. I mean... And then... Mm. Uh, oh, here's the thing. They're not the worst team in the West. They're not the worst franchise in the league. I'm just saying, once you've reached the mountaintop of winning a championship, 
there's a different expectation that I have of you. At you have, minimum, what, making the playoffs. At minimum, making the playoffs. But I would say if you have a at least one Hall of Famer and a lot of very talented players around that Hall of Famer, you should be, and you've already proven that you can win a championship, you should be competing for second-round berths at least. At least one of these six years, five years. You're great. I think you're grading them a little bit too tough. And there hasn't been a lot of championship parity in the National Basketball League over the past. I'm not requiring them to make a championship team you're, after they after they won. You're, you're grading them on other championship franchises based on what you're saying. If you're, I'm if you're saying comparing what they did to compare to other teams that have won, like the Spurs. They're not the Spurs. No, no I'm not doing that. The, only, the closest one comparison we could compare it to would be maybe the Heat. But the Heat are, are different. I'm not even comparing them to the Heat. What I'm doing is saying the bar is already lower because they're the Dallas Mavericks and they had all those trouble even when they had Jason Kidd and Jamal Mashburn back in the 90s and whatnot. I'm saying make the second round. I'm saying don't sell off your assets where you can't make the second round. <laughs> the, 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 the league got crazy. Kawhi came in, started blowing the hell up. They, they weren't even the best team in their own state. San Antonio started balling the hell out. The Lakers started balling the hell out. Damn, no loss to the Lakers, I mean, at least in the playoffs. But All these other teams that were just... Go- if you were going to compare just Western Conference teams in general, mm-hmm. in, in terms of franchises of the past, say, 10 years, what are they? They're in the top four? But, I mean... In terms of being okay. successful? But that's from Houston. Would you, you have the Warriors... You have San Antonio, and then you have the Lakers, and then you have Dallas. Wait, how many years back are you going? Let's say we go 10. 10 years from now. 10 years from now, okay, I might be able to consider the Lakers because of the, the last year of their, the last year of like the Kobe uh, Gasol. Okay. But other than that, it has been Warriors, Spurs, Thunder, the Rockets. When Thunder win. But when I missed thing, that year, th- they're competing oh, no. top five, they top went six. To, they went to the finals, and they've gone to Western Conference finals. So the Thunders went to a finals, uh, got, didn't get, and haven't sniffed it after yes, they got... They did, they well, did sniff they, it. They, they got to the finals the one year. Um, they lost to us? They No. The, um, God damn it. I'm getting my years all fucked up in my head. They went to the finals. Yes. Then... After they blew up the whole Harden, it got Harden out. The whole Harden, uh, Westbrook, Durant thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they, to me, haven't really until this past what year? Well, uh, what no, now? Two, two, now? two years ago, two years ago, they took the Warriors to the brink of a seven-game series with Durant and Russ, Russ Westbrook in the Western Conference Finals. All, all I'm saying is. I, I don't think I'm setting they the bar too high. Won. Second round is what I'm saying. Second round is something that is very Would possible. you rather keep getting to the second round or would you rather pop and, and win a, tr- a title? Be, I don't think they won. Being from Texas, as a Houston fan, like we like, we were all... like There was the, the Mavericks, the Spurs, and the Rockets. The Spurs were probably the most consistently uh, best team in, the, in Texas. No doubt. By far. Like They would go the farthest and they always had our number. Yep. But when, when all three of us, the Texas three-step... It was just like, man, when, whenever we played, they all, it was always a competition. But within the past probably four or five years, Dallas can't even compete with us. Yeah. Like, they are just complete. Like, even, even at our bad, like, even when the Rockets weren't good, we could still compete. We were still making uh, seventh, sixth seed, and we were making uh, the first, maybe the second round, but, or we were making a competition out of the first round. Yeah, they, now they're just getting destroyed. They, they have a championship, and I think that can't just be... It's not overlooked. That's it, wonderful. It, it's being overlooked because... 
a lot of these other <laughs> these other so-called dominant teams or whatever that were up there, all of this, they've been in the second round conference finals. They're t- essentially they're they're Phoenix to me. They're they're the, the the 2000 Phoenix Suns for me in terms of getting there, wow. getting there, getting there. They and what 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 are they what do they have on their rafters to show for that? Nothing. At least the Mavericks have something they can. They have to. one thing. They got a ring. I'm not taking the ring away they from got, them. I I would much rather. I, I think as a whole, they've been much more successful than the Clippers. They've been much more successful than the Rockets. They've been much more successful than OKC because they actually won a Rockets title. Rockets never had and you a know take. Who they went through to get the title. They went through LeBron, motherfucking James, okay. and Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh. I give, you can't take that from them, and they should have won too. I give them credit for getting the championship. I I I, I don't know how much I can say that. I'm saying post the championship, even Dirk would admit that this franchise has been on the losing side. Everyone's been on the losing side because you got the Warriors and you got the Spurs. They have no losses except for one in the first round to the Spurs, which was two years after their championship. I get, or three years after, rather. All All I'm trying to say is Mavericks... When he said, going back to Cuban, when Cuban said tanking was acceptable or something along those lines, um, everybody's ears perked up. I'm not saying that right now they're tanking per se on purpose because I don't even know who they would have in mind to fix this franchise. I think they're several draft picks away. But there's, there's not that star player that's coming out that's going to turn the whole it, franchise around. They're just trying to pair somebody with Dirk because Dirk's time is on a very yeah he's got about maybe a year. Yeah, I say very see after next year he, or yeah. the year after he's done. He's, he's about to reach Tim Duncan status where he's just there. In yeah, game. but he's he's revolutionized the game. He's a Hall of Famer. I, I get all that. Much love to him. Actually, we should switch gears a little bit because I got more fucking shade for the Mavericks. These motherfuckers, <laughs> Terdima Usuri. Sexual assault to women. <laughs> they not respecting women. Earl, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Earl K. Sneed, domestic violence, pled guilty to domestic assault back in 2012. Nobody fucking noticed or gave a damn, but that was before we was respecting women. Now, now it's 2018 we respect women. Um, they have been uh, in a sexual assault and sexual assault culture. Over there that has uh, Sports Illustrated kind of blew the lid off of this a week ago. Cynthia Marshall is now their interim CEO, this black woman, saying, uh, me too and never again. What's going on in Dallas? You going to defend them on I this? I defend them on that. <laughs> that's, some, that's, that's some problematic stuff. That's a bigger L than the non-playoff. Right? So they're taking that's a bigger L. That's going to hurt them really bad. It really will. Because yeah. it's going to hurt them uh, not only as player, like player and as, as a franchise, it's going to hurt their bottom line. Yeah, their pocket Cuban, yeah Cuban's got to have some heads roll. Yeah, you know I mean it can be obviously it's after the fact, and but I, I think don't know how long ago that these this stuff actually went down. But you got to make some some actions. To, Sounds like this was looked the other way at least as far back as twenty twelve. Yeah. That's a long time. My thing is like, okay, this is never a good thing for you to happen to your franchise ever. Mm-hmm. But in this case, I don't think it could have happened at a at a better time because their team is already goddamn awful. Yes, they are. They're already tanking to rebuild. Use this. As, an, as as like as a rifle reason to do so, but also as a, an excuse to just to clean fucking house. There, there you go. Just and I think they're wipe, doing that. Wipe the slate clean. And I would say a lot of trade everybody. Not only execs. I, well, I don't know about the players per se. This seems like it's a front office problem. 
more so than a player personnel. Yeah. Maybe that extends to GM or head coach. I don't know. I think head coaching wise, like, but I think that was you just you just remove all doubt. I don't know. Well, but I'm, I'm not trading Dirk. Dirk no, is no, no, retiring. No, no, no. Dirk is Dallas retiring. Maverick. Okay. But right. like, but you keep a core group of players that you know you can build somewhat around or sure. that are pieces. But you get rid of the coach. You get rid of uh, the GM. Everybody. Uh, just just to clean house and just to separate yourself as far as possible from everything. I got it. I don't know what ahead. the coach has to do with. Uh, I I need to see what the coach has to do with. I don't know wh- if the coach is talking with secretaries or whatever is going on now. In terms of like upper management, what's going on in corporate offices and stuff? Yeah, supervisors' heads need to roll in in the in the luxury box suites. What's going on on the court is a completely different level than if you're you're there. You got sexual harassment lawsuits that are going on in the in the fucking front office. You know what I could see happening. The Spurs, I forget her name, but they have an assistant oh, coach. Yep. I could see her potentially, oh, just from a goodwill standpoint. Dog, dog and pony show. I could see it happening, though, because you don't want this level of taint on you. She is competent and has coached in the NBA. I could see them trying to recruit her to come on over or someone on that caliber to come on over and be either an assistant that, or a head coach that, for this team. That's a little out there. I could just I'm just I telling see, you this is a bad scandal. I can see them hiring somebody like um, I know he wants to come back into it is Jeff N. Gundy. He wants to be a coach again. He's already coaching international basketball. Okay. I so mean, I can see, serviceable. He, he's he he has established reputation in Texas. He does like slapping asses though. I've heard he likes slapping ass. But he if he could hire like and he hired a female assistant like the Spurs did. There you go. That I think that would be kind of a happy medium. You gotta you gotta handle it from a PR standpoint. Yeah. This is Does the coach deserve to go? Probably not. No. But do you do you do you just get rid of him and separate yourself as far po- Wait, from is, this as is possible? Wait, Car- is it Carlisle? I think it's still there. It's still Carlisle. I think it's still Carlisle. I'm not. He's one of the best coaches in the league. I but do like him. Again, it's like your team's already that bad. I thought he was in Minnesota. Okay, or maybe he's left. He left. Uh, fact check this guy, damn it. Fact check them facts. Things are going crazy in Dallas. Let's get into more scandals while he's checking those goddamn facts. Arizona <laughs> men's basketball. <laughs> Holy motherfucking shit! Uh, yeah, it's still Rick Carlisle. Okay. It's rule uh, number one from the wire: Don't talk on phone. <laughs> <laughs> you learned so much from the goddamn wire. Yes, yes. Rule, rule don't talk on phone. <laughs> Telling you, people send a watch. carrier pigeon. Yeah, goddamn exactly. it. Talk for the payphone. Send me a text. Say get to the, just send a coded message, and you go talk on the payphone. Yeah, use them pagers. You gotta yep. use a different phone every time. Get a burners, burners, burners. burners. Yeah. Coach yeah. Sean Miller, Arizona men's basketball, uh, leading, <laughs> leading the Pac-10 right now. Going to the tournament, no suspensions as we record this for either their head coach Sean Miller or DeAndre uh, DeAndre Ayton. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, I think so. Um, who was the player supposedly? On uh, talked about receiving this hundred thousand dollars through some type of agent or something like that to play on these one and done uh, men's basketball teams. What the fuck? This is Blue Chips, the, the movie uh, all over again. We, in Blue Chips have been happening since. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What the fuck. It has we, not we knew what was going on when when uh, Nick Nolte was paying players yes. in the movie or whatever. That was. That was that wasn't anything new. That movie was so yeah, good at the time. I think everybody's seen that together. I'm not sure. It might have been my never <laughs> being mesmerized. Penny, and, that's the movie that it's had Penny and Shaq actually say, oh, we should play together. Yeah. Like, literally, Shaq was like, I'm going to Orlando mm-hmm. after that. But anyway, go ahead. Um, yeah, but um, it's nothing new. This happens. We know it happens in college football. Mm. And it's a ripe 
the soil is ripe for it to happen in college basketball with these one and done situations. Yeah, you you have these these people going to schools that aren't even like Duke or I mean Kentucky's a little bit different, but like Ben Simmons going to LSU, when yep. he could have been gone to any college he wanted to, wherever, and knew he was just going to go there for a year. Gets the goes there, probably this, this is speculation, but took his check, showed up for games, didn't even care about going to classes, whatever. All right, I'm done. I'm out of here. Peace out. Where's my NBA money? And what they do is they promise to, oh yeah, I'll pay you back my first NBA check. And that that's sort of how the the whole handshake. You have the, the the suit guy and all kinds of stuff that are just hand the money the the guy the yeah. money bag guy stuff like that putting the money Gucci in the man, <laughs> Gucci man. <laughs> but I mean this has been going on and it just Everybody happened to knows. be that the head coach got caught talking on the phone about it can't let that happen and I, I honestly think the NCAA knows and ha- about every situation pretty much or a the, lot of them but they but unless it becomes public knowledge they don't do anything about it because it's it, 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 that again coming after them affects their bottom line. This one seems a little bit different, guys, because I'm going to tell you one key fact that I forgot to mention: the fucking FBI is involved in and the they investigation. Have no, the FBI should have should not be in this fucking law. What? This isn't national terrorism. It's kids playing basketball. Get the fuck out of here. The wiretap in phones. The FBI has a long history of doing whatever the fuck they want in terms of setting priorities. They will. I've been watching this uh, Untold History of the U.S. by Oliver Stone, which is really, really good. All on FBI and CIA stuff. But anyway, FBI being involved further complicates things on top of the uh, wishy-washy NCAA doing their investigation, which they're not going to do, especially uh, before the tournament, with a team that's leading the Pac-12 and going to the tournament. The FBI sort of picks and chooses its battles for, like, easy prey that gets high publicity. Sure. Um, I think a they good, need a, if they need a win, they're going to go for something like this. Or it just looks like they, yeah, it's sort of like an easy low hanging little layup. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, like when we had the steroid scandal with baseball. Sure, we yeah, have, we had people going in front of fucking that. Congress. We did lying, <laughs> pointing fingers and wagging. Where this is a, this is a problem. Yep, Barry Bonds with steroids this is a problem. <laughs> the only thing that I would make a distinction on, and that was funny, that was laughable with Barry Bonds and all that. I would make a distinction on this because. When you're talking about the exchange of money, you can also get into money laundering. Tax you evasion. can get into tax evasion. You can get into funding of anything along the lines of organized crime even. I'm not saying that happened per se. I'm just saying the FBI can build a case for a lot of different things with the exchange of six figures of money yeah. versus other things. The FBI is very good at tracking money and deciphering money trails. Yep. I mean, NCAA can't do it. They have no subpoena power. They can't make you hand over records or receipts or yep. document or or, or uh, phone records or, any, or any, anything of that nature. The FBI comes in, they got to hand it over. Whatever it is that you've been collecting. Like Manziel, Manziel is yeah. signing all those pictures. Yeah. Yep. And getting a half a game suspension like... Yeah. Bad, Show bad. us your PayPal receipts. Like, <laughs> no, nah, go away. But yeah. FBI come knocking, you gotta you gotta bend the knee. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna bend over. Yeah. Man, look, the FBI take, ain't playing. Take soul. Uh, I think the coach, I would like to see much more severe penalties for the coach. Well, he's, he's he's come out and said down on his He's like, come I publicly come said, I did nothing, nothing wrong. I did not know any of this. This is gonna be to my knowledge, none of this has gone on. Okay. He publicly. He I hear what you're saying. And he can say whatever he wants. 
FBI got Trump card, literally, and I mean that. He's saying play it. He's saying you hold that ace of spades, put it down on a table. He's calling the bluff. He's got balls. FBI don't play. I'm just saying. Let's see. Let's see it play. What does it hurt? I want to see it play out. I do let's too. I love this game. He's back against wrong. the wall. He's got nothing left to lose. Yeah. He's just like, hey, exactly. We can do it. What's going? On? What's the worst that can happen to him? Uh, if we're talking about again with money being involved and the FBI investigating, a whole host of financial related crimes could be attached to this. I don't know which ones would be the but charges. But if the money never comes from him, never hits his bank account, it's all about phone records. It could be money laundering. It's laundry. not about money. It well, could so be money laundering. Doing anything. Well, if the coach, the coach isn't handing over the money, it's not it, out of the coach's pocket. The coach is not the shot caller. Could coach, the coach is just like, whatever. Yeah, yeah whatever. I'm, yeah. I don't know nothing. I didn't see nothing. We will see. FBI could be building a bigger case that involves... Not just this scenario. It might, it might tap but back to the university. Other, and it might exactly yeah, it taps back to the university, that's a different thing. But they coach get the death penalty. What, what's the, the coach whatever. Yeah, they're gonna fire me regardless. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> what you got on me? <laughs> what you got on me? We will see. My boss has told me to give the go. I said yes. <laughs> but, okay. Money didn't come from me. I didn't you didn't see me handing over a suitcase, everybody shaking any hands. Everybody talks loud and tough. Till them arrangement arrangements come, and they like hear the charges. What? How do you bleed? What's better, that we or rolling see. over and showing your stomach? No, you, you don't want to do that. Yeah, exactly. I want to see this beef play out, though. Yeah, I it's, want it public. This is what makes I want it ugly. But this is what makes sports in America the best in the world. Absolutely, it's the it's, it's the drama. Exactly. They should, uh, and uh, I think this is a good segue into what you were talking about the other day in terms of about the, uh, the yeah, development uh, league. Okay. Um, so listen, you want, to set, you want to set this yeah, up? Yeah, you set this up. Okay, so we have this whole thing going on right now with LeBron James. I'm sure some of you have seen uh, the news clips, the uh, Sports Center um, segments, where he's talked about um, let's we should develop our D League. So right now, uh, high school players have two choices now that they've gotten out of coming straight to the NBA. Mm -hmm. You have to go one and done in the in the NCAA. Yep. Or overseas, like the Ball Brothers, unfortunately, doing in suck ass. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, LeBron's thing is basically we already have this G League. I think it's called the G League now. It's not the D. It's, it used to be the D League. It's, it's called G League. It's called, oh, it's called the G League. Different letter. Yeah. yeah. So Gatorade so sponsored it. Gatorade sponsored it. So um, building this to the level of kind of not to the level of the overseas, but to, as a separate avenue for players to go in. Out of still, high school. Own, still owned by the NBA. Though. Still owned by the NBA. Okay. Um, and then the kids can have a choice of going there and making. Uh, I think the minimum. I looked it up, and the minimum player makes there is like twenty six thousand. Now, well, for six months, month? for 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 a six month contract. Okay, all right. Now that's six months of making twenty six grand. You play, you work for a high school. You're total like unless you're going to like a high end Ivy League school, private high school. If you're just going to a state one or something like that, your your tuition's about ten to twenty grand. Yep. So you're you're making less than you would. Tuition wise, than you would playing six months over there for this uh, G League. That's going to get you. Uh, well, when you say over there, they're they're here in the domestic. In the domestic U.S. Yes. Or my thing with the with the uh, overseas league is, if you take that gamble, go over there and try out for a team. If you don't make it, you're out all the money because they're not going to pay for you to go over there and try out. Mm. Unless you're like some star star player. You mean Transylvania doesn't? Transyl yeah. They yeah. don't give a fuck about uh, Americans no, or. Fuck <laughs> So and the argument the argument Stitch and I are getting into is that the uh, local one the local G League doesn't have the resources to go out and scout these high school kids and and uh, basically have them come onto their team. <laughs> okay, who, but, but who my sided one with, with that? So my thing is like okay, so if these uh, if these 
overseas schools can do, or overseas um, leagues can go over here and scout in the U.S., not even just in the European leagues or European high schools. Why can't ours? I was saying that okay, the, go ahead. <laughs> my position was that, because he had said we can just make it up for have it just be open to any, all high schools, whatever. We can have these scouts from the G League go recruit these high school kids and whatever. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, I was like, the G League is, is first of all, I don't know how much money that they're operating with and everything. But the way I worked it, I broke it down was I was like, let's say there's hypothetically 20 teams in the, in the, the G League sure. or whatever. I don't know how many scouts that these G League people have working for them. Um, I know they don't have the much as much money as a professional NBA franchise or a uh, or f- football franchise in terms of like how you can uh, manage in your manpower for scouting. Okay. But I'm saying when you have a massive fucking pool like all the high school basketball players in the entire United States, it's going to be extremely hard for them to siphon through that massive flow of people and be like, yeah, I can play ball, I can play but, ball, I can play ball, and actually getting them scouted out by actual NBA talent evaluators. I strongly disagree. <laughs> See? <laughs> because the player, there's players that know they're well, not going to be going. Well, who well, doesn't hold know they're not going to be going? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let, let me say why I strongly disagree. In the 2018, our modern times when it comes to basketball and with technology and everything, you know who the top prep stars are nationally, and you can go drill down yeah. to state by state. You said prep, but yeah, keep going. But even recognize yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Are prep, televised. That's, that's prep, high school. Per, no, when you say prep, I'm thinking about these like Farragut Academy, no, AAU. All kinda. high school is what I'm talking about uh, with prep. The prep stars are not secret information for all of varsity. I'm going to put it like this. Varsity men's basketball in the continental U.S., state by state, you can look up and you can see footage of who these stars are yeah, and who they've you, played You against. can see footage, but professional teams, they hire physical human scouts to yes. go But they also watch tape on players, too, before they yeah, even they, go out yeah, there. They, yeah, they, they recruit. But these evaluating talent services, like yeah. scouts and rivals, yeah, yes. they're, they're watching. They're they're doing more watching of the game tape than actually shooting sure. out manpower and going out. They're like, yeah, that's a five-star guy. I watched his highlight. I watched him play this game. These actual physical scouts go and talk and watch these games themselves. Sure. If you're talking about, like, like college so what, what's your point about that? I, you I'm don't agreeing. think they can. You don't think you the don't G think League can do possible? it? I don't think the G League, based on... No. Has the resources to do it. I at, just at strongly point, disagree. No, I don't think they have the money and resources well, to scout a massive a massive ocean of fishes. Can I, can I clarify this, though? I just want to make sure I'm on the same page. And maybe I have a misconception. The Warriors have the, the Santa can Cruz Warriors, Santa Cruz, yeah. Warriors out there. My understanding, in fact, I know this, the owners of the Warriors... Are the owners of the Santa Cruz Warriors, yes. and so the Rockets own the Vipers. Yeah, so I thought that if we're talking about a financial resources standpoint, from a financial resources standpoint, we're talking about really putting this on the NBA teams who are n- none of them hurting for money, and it directly affects them because they're so, getting players faster to them. Yeah. So instead of Zion, okay, instead of Zion going to Duke for a year. And um and maybe playing for 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 a national championship and making and getting scholarship money for a degree he gives zero shits about go go to a D league team for one year and make 30, 40 grand that and, he can spend immediately for six months so now, and then get to a pro system. So now you're gonna take 
let's say, I don't we'll just throw a number. Let's say you got 30, 30 NBA scouts. Let's mm-hmm. say you're the Warriors. You got 30 scouts yeah. that work for your, your thing. Yes. And normally you're delegating those 30 scouts to deal with all of college and all of international ball. Sure. Let's say it's, let's just make it. 20 in college, 10 international. Yes. Now, all of a sudden, you got a. Now we got to deal with all of high school across the United States of America. How are you dividing up those 30 scouts now? Here's what you're doing I think you are increasing the number of scouts. I don't by some factor by by a, a but this is but this is my thing. Look, listen, huge factor. It's, it's not that crazy. You're though. gonna agree with me on this, okay? Zion going to the he went to Duke, right? He's going to Duke. I guess so. Yeah. He signed a letter of intent. He's going. Right. So now coming out of Duke, they gotta hope they're in a position um, pick wise to get him Ooh. rather than whoever whoever wants him has to be in a position to get him because he's probably gonna be a top five guy coming out of out of college pick wise. Yeah. So instead of having to deal with that and gamble, if you're a great team, you have no shot at him. The Warriors come over here. They're, he's not going to get paid twenty six thousand to get him on this D league. They're going to offer him five hundred grand. The NBA yeah. re- is is and that'll completely change it upon these college. Uh, not no, if they do this, teams be. being able to sift through the massive talent because you, you're like, oh, people they do. Know, people know that if they're going to go to the pros or not. No, they fucking don't. Then they, they don't. Every college, you just get, get invited. Things that they're you going. just get invited. There's not. You're not. You and, just need a few players on this team. Yeah. Every, you're not having to. You're picking the creme de la creme. So instead of the Rockets having to be like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna be. It's not the top in the playoffs. Basketball. We're going to be topping the playoffs, okay? It's, yeah. it, to me, it's not practical. And we every, want Zay, Zion. We have no shot because we're never going to be in a position to pick him. Ever. Good, good. Every college kid thinks that they're going. Every no. high school kid thinks that they're no, going. No, they do not. No. I can, go, I can go to Livermore High School right now, well, and there are going to be some kids that I can ball the fuck a out. A lot, and, do. A lot and you know do. what it's going to be? And, and like I mentioned to you before, it's going to be who can promote themselves better without but, actually being... Being actually I, legit, I, you got you got a crazy father like Lavar Ball, yeah. who just got money and it just has a a large outreach to to just scream, "My sons are the greatest." Then that that person's going to get more here, eyes on him, and and, so, and some person's going to unfairly take a shot thing, on him rather than some kid over at Dublin. Here's the thing. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. You still have to show and prove during your tryout. You you may have a hype machine that has gotten you a tryout for the Santa Cruz Warriors, and show and prove to win. So you play. Well, well, you have to show and prove on the court. You want so, to. So here's the thing. See, this is where this is where I think there's. So here's difference. the thing. You're you're out of Oakland Tech or you're out of you know Beverly Hills High, whatever. You're a great star. You go to the Santa Cruz Warriors as a a tryout, and you're 18 years old. For whatever reason, you seem confused by pro basketball against grown men, and you're not doing that well. That you have a 10 day tryout, and they haven't extended it. Then you're free to say, let me try and see if I can go to Long Beach State. Let me see if I can go to Duke and compete there. Yeah, or, or wherever. I think you it's can't, what, you can't go from making money professionally to the college. You're I, not well, making I, money. Well, you're trying the, out to here, make money. But here's the thing. I think, I think the NCAA is going to have to change. And I think basketball is going to have to change. But here's the biggest thing for me. I'm going to take a step back on this and look at it on a more macro level. I hate the fact that when we're, on, when we're talking about football and when we're talking about basketball we have this mindset where you cannot go from prep to pro tennis soccer baseball hockey almost all other sports yes there's differences but almost all other sports say you can if the talent level meets it 
And even for the NBA, we've seen with Kobe, we've seen with LeBron, we've seen with Kevin Garnett, you can do extremely well if the talent Durant was good enough to come out of high the, school and compete. The steps of those people are paved with dead souls that thought of they could make it to And I don't give a fuck about that. Give a fuck about a gamble. You named seven people. It's a I gamble. Can, I can instantly think of some Darius so, okay. Miles and some, sure. some no-name scrubs. And so, they, okay. didn't, they didn't meet it. They didn't meet the cut. Yeah, so, so, so the top five players coming out of high school. I would, I, they can't obviously they probably can't complete the NBA level they could probably complete at the G League level sure so instead of having to hope uh, instead of them going to a college and me hoping I get them or I'm in a position to draft them I can say hey uh, I'll, I'll pay you 500 grand or come try out and if you're worth it I'll pay you 500 grand to play for my G League team and I have rights to you no other team does and even if I'm good I can still pull you to my team or I can sell your rights off and he's making money hand over fist than what he would in there because he has zero fucks about a degree the kids that are in college that that go the four years i'm with you on that they know they're going there their biggest well, asset can... is getting the degree because that's where their future is not but, basketball see, now okay so what's the what's the what's the main goal of, of of this uh athlete in this role is it to get the the nba check or is it to continue a career in the nba him to make money because and, um, the, and, think, the, and the team to make championships i think i think by opening it up that way by reducing a step to getting to the ultimate goal you just allow you make it easier how are you for, reducing a step in, in terms of going straight from high school to nba and getting the check cuz a lot of people their goal is to get that nba check they, then True. whatever I don't care about the career whatever just I'm trying to get this money I'm trying to get get a NBA check get more better my situation etc yes, etc just like baseball and hockey yeah but I think by adding this step and filtering it in it it I think it it helps the talent pool a lot better I don't agree the talent pool uh, why is that the same it's the same it, I think it makes it in terms of having a a higher quality workforce. Why is that a bad so thing? So what about baseball? They, but, these kids go play for semi-professional teams, get paid, and then when they're old enough to play professional, they go do it. It's These are sort of... In, oh gosh. And in the G League, you're playing at a higher competition level at a consistent rate than you would be in the college. Because at college, yeah, you do play great other teams, but more often than not, you're playing meh teams. G League, you're playing... Yeah, I mean, I think if you're playing in the G League, it's sort of you're showcasing yourself. I don't. I, What's I, wrong with that? What's wrong with that? I think yeah. it, I, if you don't make it, that's on you. You want to roll those dice? You can roll those when, dice. When you're playing in the NBA, it's a team-oriented goal where you are not bigger than the actual team. LeBron mm, is bigger you, than that team. It, well, it's the same in college. You are the team. You have your random people. Yeah, but college is the same way. It's not about the, the college team. College is not the same way. Their college is not, not the same way. Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're, we're going down. A, a Who's weird, our Coach K? Well, hold on. We're going down a weird rabbit hole. Weird rabbit hole. So you're you're against the concept for basketball of a D league G league that basically serves as a triple A double A single A. I'm fine with farm that. league. I don't think you should be able to go to, from high school to the G league. Like you, but for baseball you do, and all and every other sport but basketball. Baseball, and football. there's triple, double, single. There's steps. Sure. There, there, there's steps. It but the people that can high school. So if there is a G League with tiers, you're okay then. So that's that. Now we're now we put in we put in a, an additional well, we, we, step that does not exist now. So there's one step. There's okay. So one step to one and done in college, 
Well, hold on. One step in the tea leaves. Yeah. Double, double, triple A. But hold on, hold on. Baseball. That's three before you can get to the show. Well, yeah, and sometimes you just skip some stuff too, but. If you're that good. Yeah, if you're that good. If you're that good in basketball. But here's the thing though for basketball too, you could be in the G League and try out, be on Riding Pine, become a starter, become a. Basically, all star the G League, become a you know, and you work your way up, and 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 you're still working your way up even without the tears. I don't want to get down into the weeds and get lost in the tears. You're against high school players. I don't think you can develop the the mindset to play as a team with cohesion if you're going straight from high school to a G League just to get to the show. I think I think that step. Just is so one year in college lets you do that. Yeah. Yes, because I don't agree at all. Be, because the college coach is bigger than you. That's, no, that's what no, the, not that's, Coach K. That, yes, that is the first time you realize that I ain't shit or whatever. Is when no. you when you step top on talent, when you step on that top talent is top talent. Yeah, coach top. K is it? Coach K is like Popovich. Pop, I don't care how big you are, but Popovich is the shit. College yeah. coaches ain't going nowhere. But LeBron's there, coach? There, there has not been one college basketball player that I can recall that's gotten a college coach fired just because he would not play him. No. You can't get your no, shit. No, but he's still bigger. Yeah, the, they both have a vested How? interest. They in make more money than the, for, for the – there's players in college that make more money for the college than the coach does. The coach just happens to be the, lucky the enough college, to coach the him. College, the, the, the coach recruits them and brings them there. In well, many okay. ways, it sort of works just like football. The college, so, the college coach, but sometimes the college brings people in more so than the coach does. It says, look, 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 look at, uh, uh, not Patino, fucking uh, Calipari. Yeah. Calipari's had a, a shit ton of people come through there. And Anthony Davis, uh, um, Rondo, sure, sure, uh, sure, cousins and Here. shit. And that was the first time that people. They're not bigger than when they were playing in there, whatever high school it was, and they got banners and they. College coach ain't sitting them. The high school coach, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the high school coach is not sitting Boogie Cousins. The high school coach is not sitting Anthony Davis because he didn't fucking show up for, for study hall or whatever. I don't even care about any of that part. Let me just say, let me kick the facts. You are an 18 year old grown ass adult, according to the US laws of the land. If you are an adult, you were able to make a an adult decision when it comes to a profession. You're not if talented. You're enough. not getting the coaching on how to be an adult if you're going on from high school to G League to the pros. Someone's just giving you a check and saying, "Here, be an adult. Take I, these six this six I figure. strongly disagree, and here's why <laughs> I say that. In the NBA, which this is a function of the NBA, there are multiple uh, systems in place that are requirements for all rookies on oh, the symposium. Oh, oh, hold on, on PR, on oh. financial, oh. on all of that. Do, now, do they always work? No, oh. of course not. But they also don't always work in college. From quote unquote, making these men grow up and blah. They don't blah, learn blah. shit in college. They're fucking skipping classes. Yeah. They could. They, the fucking teachers are you're giving them passing grades. You're sifting it. You, it it's a sift. But so is the D League. You sift in the G League. Some pieces of bad flour get through the sift every once in a while. But just opening the floodgates. Are we frying chicken here? <laughs> <laughs> like, like the G League would be sifting people too. Yeah, How? Because cream the, rises. Yeah, the people who cream rises. You you're either you either gonna stay in the G League the or you're gonna thing. you want the and one mixtape league to just be the get go to the it's fucking not, league. Well, no, here's the thing. So that is an option. You, you would you would be able to first of all show that you can travel. You can uh, conduct in, yourself in interviews. How? You, what do you mean? How you did you? Who, you 
Name me one person in, on the on the Santa Cruz Warriors right now. I know zero of them. <laughs> but you would if this was but, an option. Yeah, but I, I couldn't even find what channel that is on TV. I but, don't know who's interviewing but here's these. The th- but here's the thing. There are still going to... Local people in Santa Cruz, goddammit, are going to be in- interviewing. Certain. And here... I don't know. But they, <laughs> you don't... Let, let's just say someone, goddammit, is going to say, hey, this is how you act with a microphone in front of you. This is how you act when you got... Who's going to tell them that? The actual uh, warriors... Who are the... Oh, the Warriors? Yeah, the, oh, warrior, the Warriors. Steve Kerr's coming down to Santa Cruz to say, no, man, no, but the, <laughs> you need the, to act right. <laughs> the the owners who hired not only Kerr, but who also hired the head coach for the Santa Cruz Warriors, who also do uh, cross-team meetings and all that other synergy shit. We're not saying it's replacing the NCAA. It's just another avenue. It give people options. It, Why are you anti-choice? It's so you if got they, Bobby Huggins, So if they have Bob the option Knight, to go... Coach K... If they have the option Rick to go Pacino overseas and do it, saying, young man, be humble. Look, you ain't stepping on this court. Can a oh. high school player go overseas and play? Do they have the right to yeah. do that? Why don't they have the right to do that in the yeah, U.S.? So if like end of discussion. So end if, of discussion. If, <laughs> if, if G League star got caught shoplifting in China, what would happen to G League star? G League star would go to jail. Well, hold on, hold on. If G League star is playing in China, and not for an NCAA team, he's playing in China. He does some foul shit. He's going to suffer the consequences of any grown man who has an employer that doesn't like what they do. If you've signed a contract where you have a code of contact, con- uh, code of conduct, and you disobey that, there's some. There's going to be some the financial consequences. The coach of the G League is paid to win. He needs to win. He needs to make the money, and he needs to do what he needs to do to keep his job the next day. Damn, you're, the you're... college the college coach does not have that shit to worry about. The college coach is the fucking emperor on that so campus. The, he runs shit. He so doesn't have to worry about the, young 19-year-old, 17-year-old person saying, I don't like the coach. He needs to go. All right, young man. Get, you got to so go. So the ones who need... Here's the thing. I like choices. These are grown men. The ones who need that or are looking for that father figure... Go to you college. Know, let, go to college. You know what I mean? And all these high school kids need to learn how to be an so adult. Wait, wait. Don't learn how to become an but adult why, in But high why school. would you give them the right to go overseas even farther away and not give them the right to do it in the U.S.? Because that makes no logical sense. There's a lot of stuff you can do overseas that you can't do in the United States. And that's a choice that you have to make. So why can't you make that? If you can do that over there, why can't you make that choice in the U.S.? Because the United States doesn't run... Doesn't tell other countries he's how to okay run with shit. He's okay with baseball. He's okay with tennis. He's okay with hockey. He's and he's okay, okay with overseas. Yeah. He's not okay with local. <laughs> we got to go on. Individual sport. We got to go on. We got to go on. So, okay. Individual sport, a minor league to recap, system to recap, of steps and tears. You and I are on the same page, Prodigy. Yep, yes. Stitches on an island. Stitches on an island. He's an old man island. We got Kyrie and Geno Smith, flat earthers over here. God damn. Okay, hold the fuck up. We've gone all over the place. All right. Um, I got something. Haters. Haters of Russell Westbrook. Hate Russell Westbrook. Okay, but here's my thing. Last year, these haters had a full-on press, a campaign. And you know what they said at this campaign? They said... This man is getting fake rebounds. These aren't real triple doubles. He ain't no Oscar Robinson. He ain't shit. Where are these haters at? I've heard not a single goddamn word. No exposés. No fucking uh, Twitter feeds. Nothing about the fact that this man is about to go back to back with having triple doubles as your average for an 82 game season. Where are the haters with now that has 9.7 rebounds per game? My thing is... What's going on? Doesn't matter. They're still behind Minnesota. 
and they're still behind Portland. I hear you on the wins. They're game up on the I'm Nuggets. talking about his individual three performance. Individual, he's a great player. But if you can't win as a team, who Man. gives a fuck? Sounds like a kid coming straight out of high school to me. Oh, this, oh my God. God. All I'm saying is, can we at least give credit to the fact that no other player in the modern league has ever done what he did last year? Mm-hmm. And the haters said he got fake rebounds and, oh, they let him get all these rebounds. He's a great rebounding point guard. This He's is given you ten a game but this, this is year. Where, this is where I get. This is where I. This Can't is where I have him. a problem with it. This, this is my thing. He won the MVP over Harden. Individual play. He was a better player than Harden last year. Sure. He triple double machine couldn't be stopped. But but what what matters? What would you rather? Build, what would you rather build your team around? A player that can do that, or a player that makes everyone better around him? I wholeheartedly agree about players that make. Other people around them. Better MVP, because it's not about your personal numbers. It's about your team's numbers. They're more complete basketball players. What I didn't like, though, was the smear campaign that wasn't even about the wins. That's a legitimate argument to have. The smear campaign on Russ was, oh, he gets fake rebounds. And I said, well, when no, he he's ha- explosive and would jump out of the gym. And when that's he why had he Kevin Durant on the team, he was still grabbing over eight. You know what I mean? Oh. I so completely think it, those are legit it was numbers. Just, it was just fake bullshit from last year, and he backed it up this year with doing the same goddamn thing with two All-Stars or, or one Hall of, potential Hall of Famer on his team and then another All-Star on his team as well. Carmelo should not be Hall of Fame. I'm saying it now. I said potential. Should not be. He I said be potential. Really good. Not there's, Hall of Fame. There's going to be a discussion is all I'm saying. Shouldn't be a discussion. God damn. All right, well, let's get into this goddamn thing. The, the Rockets are 15, have won 15 straight games. You are H-Town's finest. You're rolling on slabs. Or candy what? paint. With candy fucking paint. Professor Dankenstein, what you got to say about these Rockets who are leading the league in the best with the best record? Daryl Morey. What the fuck is going on? All right. We got... He got hardened. He got his centerpiece. Oh, yes, yes. He got his centerpiece for... Snitch <laughs> is rolling his eyes. For nothing. He paid him his money, didn't have to give up anything for him because the Thunder were goddamn morons. Thunder are dumb. Um, got his piece and is slowly trying to figure out who, like, what type of player Harden was. How to get him the players around him. How to get the coach, the right coach for him. Mm. We went through that whole growing pains. Now, not only that, he's got him a side piece that uh, in Chris Paul that basically takes pressure off him so he's not having to play as many minutes and take as much punishment as he did. Side piece, Chris Paul. That's hilarious. He, his, Chris, Paul, said that Chris, Chris Paul has <laughs> taken a side seat role. He's not the man it's not anymore. His, it's not his team. Though. It's I, not his would team. You, would you say his, it's his team? Is it Chris Paul's team? I don't, I don't know. He he is playing second fiddle to, to Harden. Okay, I, I I agree with that. I'm impressed now, with taking straight think, wins. I think that takes that more so. That takes a lot of guts from Paul to do that. Most guys at that level will not do that. They won't. But Paul is on his. I would say downward the trend only, the last player, four years in the league. But the only other player nine. that I can say that 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 has done that recently is Dwayne Wade. Yeah, in terms du- of what? As taking uh, being the man and, and taking a taking side a seat, seat to another player. Well, but but Braun joined him rather than. But that became LeBron's team, though. It Either did. Way, it became. It, it was did. no way Dwayne Wade's team. It was LeBron's team in Miami. I thought we had this conversation about Durant being the alpha for the Warriors. Durant is yeah, Durant yeah, that's another alpha, one. That's man. another good one. There yeah. we go. Durant, Durant Steph, took, Steph took a second seat, a second yeah. fiddle to 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 Durant. Yeah. I will agree. That's another good yeah, one. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, I missed that one. That's good. But so, but Harden. Not only is he putting up crazy individual numbers, he makes everybody around him better. He and he and, and he's locked in this year. It's his personality. He doesn't like. Uh, 
he doesn't yell at players like Westbrook does when they mess up. He, no. te- he teaches them. He's a coach. LeBron James is the same way. LeBron, LeBron James, personality-wise, if, if somebody messes up, he'll help you get better as a player. I, I can't disagree with that. I mean, I've, I, I respect the fact that they have the best record in the league, slightly, over the Warriors. Um, 15 straight is 15 straight. What I want from the Rockets, though, begins in April. Agreed. Yeah, regular yep. season doesn't mean anything. We're the best yep. regular season team. The road still goes through Oakland. Stitch, get in here. You're rolling your eyes. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. Um, last time we saw Harden in a big playoff spot, he was picking his mouthpiece up off the ground. Mm, he was, uh, when when he was the Warriors, it, we he got he tried to cross up Curry. Curry took the ball. He's on the ground on all fours trying to pick up the ball and fail. So we need to see what he can do in the playoffs. And and yeah, he, I remember we had this conversation. Early in our in our podcast, where I said the pressure's on Durant, where all eyes are on him, he needs to win a title to cement himself as being an elite person, and that happens in the playoffs. It's on Harden now to get to a NBA Finals at least in mm. order for to make a step up. So if he, okay, so if he wins, so hypothetically, he wins the title this year. If he wins the title, he goes where, into where elite do y'all, status. Where, where do y'all play? Where do y'all place him as within the league? I would say. Where's he at now? And where do you place him if he wins? Well, are you talking about individually or individually I mean, in the league at, the, at this moment? Not all or? time in in the league at this moment. I think right now he is the clear leader for winning MVP of the league, and so that automatically puts you as one of the best top players. Five? Definitely top five, maybe even top three or four. However, for me, I put two thirds of my respect on postseason, and that's a lot. Oh, I agree. So, if he doubles down and actually beats the Dubs and beats whoever comes out of the East, for me, that gives you potential Hall of Fame status right then and there. He's, he's a top 10 player for me right now in the league. Um, I think if he gets a ring, um, and obviously that requires going through Golden State unless there's some freak injury stuff that yeah. happens or whatever, um, then I think he knocks on the door for the top five. Mm. Um, I think this year, uh, because of injury, Kawhi's just sort of been out of the conversation. We, I think a lot of people just forgotten how Kawhi was right there as top three, four player Certainly. In, in the league and everything. I still have Durant better than him. I agree that. I LeBron James LeBron. better. I still have Curry I have Westbrook. Well, I put put Westbrook better than him. I I put Westbrook above Harden, and I I have Giannis, and I, I can't do that. I have Giannis, and Giannis I, hasn't proved it. He's had a good season this year, but he hasn't proved it as long he's as Harden. Young, does. and then and then I have uh, Anthony Davis. I think Anthony mm-hmm. Davis is is up there. I just I would just they're all great players. All I, great I would players. agree with you on Curry, Durant, and LeBron, but that's it at the moment. I, I mean I'm. I'm, I'm right there, a little bit closer to uh, Professor Dangenstein on this one. I like the fact that they got 15 straight wins. They still got a ways to go. They win this number one seed um, and have home court advantage throughout and actually get some shit done in the playoffs. I think we're going to reassess what all of us think about the, him and this team. Yeah, we, we have to see what happens in the playoffs. Yep. So If, this, if, they, if there's some sort of – if they don't – 
get to because I mean it's going to shape up whether it's the one versus two. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and that's going to be. If, a, we all agree Houston it's be a great. if Houston does not get to the the finals, to the, to the Western Conference Finals, that's a huge L. Oh, sir, huge L. It's either huge. if the Warriors don't make it or the Rocks, it's a huge L either way. Well, I think the Warriors are still playing technically with house money, but if the Warriors at full strength don't make it to. Yeah, in theory, yeah, because I mean, who's who's number three right now? Number three would be, uh, oh, uh, Portland right now, Portland, Portland. Moment. But, but they're like ten games behind. Yeah, okay. it's it's yeah. a huge drop. Yeah. There's a ten game between second and third. There's like a ten game spread, yeah. and then between third and eighth, there's like a four game spread. If those yeah. two don't. Whichever one doesn't make it to the Western Conference Finals, they hold the biggest L. Yeah, because it yeah. should be Rockets. Warriors. And we all agree that that series, if that happens, is going to be uh, something that we haven't seen in a long, oh, long time. It should be time. very competitive. I want to see that go to, to six. It should be. Yeah. Hawkins are actually playing defense. Harden's playing defense. That I think that's what's elevated him more than so than his offense ability yep. is the defense he's been playing. We have a top three rated defense, which is unheard of for us. And a historic offense. I, I, again, I've seen there's some remarkable stuff there's from There's some this games team. to be played. I agree. And it's unfortunate, but we injuries like, can't happen. Yes, they can. Yeah. And like yeah. Harden's performance in that in that playoffs, I mean, there's no excuse. But again, he did do everything in the regular season, and it, he was tired. I will give him that. But there's still no excuse at the end of the day. Nah, you got to get it done. Same reason with the Thunder. They should have. They should have won. I can't get tired. I can't get tired as excuse. In the playoffs, the Thunder should have won that series. They but should've. I do give them that that they were exhausted in those playoffs from going undefeated. They gave maximum effort every game. They never took a night off. Nah. Here's my. And they were tired going into that. Everybody, I, I'm going to say the level, the playing field is level when it comes to exhaustion in the playoffs. Well, each playing 82 games. It's, Unless you're the Spurs and you're getting tired off because of Popovich. This is true, but oh, everybody can coach, incorporate that strategy. Yeah, I have no problem with the coach doing that. Playoffs, you got to dig deep. You got to show it to me. That's why I put two-thirds of my respect. On the playoffs. On the playoffs. That's where you dig that's deep. The, that's the lion's share. Regular season is cool. Uh, playoffs is where you make your legend. It's like boxing. It's championship rounds. Mm, there yeah, we fun deep. to go. Uh, let's stay with basketball just a little bit longer. I got to give shout-outs to some, a team that nobody's fucking talking about. Toronto. Toronto's actually the best team in the East from a record-wise. I know we're, we have never that's seen another, in the playoffs. Another, We've seen see them be paper tigers. Lowry. We've seen Lowry be suspect. We've seen uh, DeRozan be inconsistent if we're going to be real. Good and then not good. Good and then not good. Taking games off and shit. But this is a good record. Sure. Um, the East runs through. The East runs through Celtics. I'm saying I don't even think it runs through Cleveland. If I go back to something me and Stitch had talked about a month, uh, full year ago almost, if Boston comes out of the East, especially not having Gordon Hayward, Kyrie trade demand. Goes down as one of the best steals in NBA history. One of, at least, at least in recent history. They are to me. They're the he demanded a trade and and would have beaten a LeBron team, and took a team with. Are we just no all stars but him in terms of like you demanding your own move or demanding saying management needs to do this now demanding well however you look at it he demanded a trade is this better than a Kobe move with for Powell? Where he said, I'm going to Chicago? Uh, I would say who, yeah. for, for Kobe or for... In terms of like players telling management, you're going to do this or else. I would say this gives, bigger. gives a slight edge. And I'll tell you why. You're still in the same conference. Okay. You're playing that team four times a year. 
It's been nothing but for the last eight seasons, the LeBron James show in the Eastern Conference and playoffs. The trade like gets a little because I, I don't think it's apples to apples. In okay, terms of, in terms of that, because I think because Kyrie was the one saying, "I'm out of here. I'm not playing with." Him. That's true. Or whatever. It's it's and almost he's sticking it to the man. Though. It's almost yes. it's more comparable. And I, maybe I, I brought up a bad example by saying the whole Kobe Chicago. I'm going to Chicago thing. It's almost like the Kobe Shaq aspect in terms of like I either him or me. Either him or me. Um, and he was just like, I'm out of here. So it's sort of inverse saying like, all right, where in terms of Kobe stayed, Shaq got out of there. And it's, it's at the time, short term, it looked like all right, Shaq was right or whatever. But it ended up Kobe. And the Lakers management made the right move. Later on, got the talent around Kobe, but he struggled for four years. Yeah, but with this one, like I said before, he said, I want to be the man. Let me show you that I am the man. And he is. And Kyrie moved going to the Celtics. Honestly, that, that team scares me more than any team in a while. Even the Warriors, even the, even the Warriors because they're this good without Gordon. Do you and the, more, the picks they have, No. Okay. The, I'm sorry, what was that? Like, do you believe Gordon's not coming back? No, he's coming. Because he's sitting there saying, like, oh, he ain't coming back, he ain't coming back. He's not coming back this year. He's coming back next year. Oh, for this year, I, I think it's suspect. I think it's going to be uh, really down to the wire. If he makes, if he comes back, That's it won't be until the final finals. Back. Yeah. I, I don't, but I highly doubt it. It would literally be the doctor and rehab making that decision and, and seeing if he's game ready. Mm-hmm. A 10%? The first I get a 10% chance maybe yeah, in the finals. That's tough. But, but again, hats off to Kyrie. If he makes the finals, I'm giving him nothing but props. If Toronto makes the finals, again, long shot, even with their best record, i got to tip my hat to them. Anybody that's able to knock off the LeBron James dominance in the Eastern Conference, which we, we've never seen before in the modern NBA By era. himself. He's, had, he's never had, like... It, it really doesn't matter. LeBron and a bunch of G League players... They they coming out of the East historically this decade every fucking year. Early then, on, yeah, but I mean, we're, I mean, Kyrie, he's had he's Kevin he, Love. He, yes, Kevin he, Love has been the yes, biggest bust. Yes, I'm not get, I'm not diminishing the talent he's had around him. All I'm saying is the def, uh, the factor of the last eight years has always been a Braun team. Okay. And if you're able to derail that in the playoffs when he's been nothing but money in the Eastern That's Conference playoffs. Step. That's huge, and we may see it this year I think with the rocky LeBron. ass Cleveland Cavs. I'm calling team with uh, right, so Wade and Bosch. Let's make um, projections. Okay, NBA, go ahead. NBA championship. I'm going to go last. That's it. In order to be the king, you got to beat the king. It's going to be Warriors, Celtics. I'm going to say it. The Warriors, Celtics. I think the Warriors win it all this year. I think they are playing locked in basketball in April, May, and early June. I think they win it 4-2, and I am going to go with Braun still winning it in terms of coming out of the East. Warriors Cleveland? We haven't even talked about the, the, the dumpster fire that they thought they put out in Cleveland and got all, oh yeah, we put out new pieces, new pieces. Now that kindling caught on fire, and you got motherfuckers throwing soup at each other and shit. Tell, tell the world what you're talking Bro, about. Everyone thought that, oh yeah... Cleaver, LeBron got rid of everyone. Got rid of Isaiah Thomas, sent him off to L.A., got all these, these pieces out. He's got a whole new squad. Dwayne Wade's trash ass. I'm, a, a different episode, I'm going to go in on Dwayne Wade. 
or whatever. How dare you? Fuck Dwayne Wade. Hall of Fame. Dwayne Wade. Legendary Mr. Miami. Fuck Dwayne Wade. You're going to have to defend that. I'm a big Wade fan. Best defensive two-guard in the history of the league. Team killer. Team killer Dwayne Wade. Okay, we're going to save this. You got my blood pressure up. I think it's uh, for the finals. I think it's unquestionably going to be the Celtics coming out of the East. Mm, okay. I think I think they win. It's going to be. I mean, depending on how the uh, the seedings go, because I mean, we saw a play of basketball left. It could change. I think whoever they play in the finals is going to be. I think uh-huh. they go seven games, four three, and oh, Celtics oh. in the in the in the Eastern Conference Championships. Uh, right now, the war the Warriors is. They're the Warriors. But right now, I think as far as basketball being played yep. this year, the Rockets and Warriors are even. Okay, so Upon, who's winning that series? I, I mean, I can't go into my team. I'm going, I'm going Rockets. All right, Rockets, we go. Celtics. So you got Houston and Beantown. The, and I think the Rockets win it in seven. Woo! You going with it. All right. Because you're not going to – got if you, beat, if you beat the Warriors – it's not going to be less than seven. I there think, you go. I think what, right now the Warriors are in that sort of Laker status where mm. in terms of they know how to turn it on when they need to turn it on. They know the regular season, we need to get there, okay, go through the motions. And unfortunately, I mean, being a Laker fan, I've seen this in terms of we play when we want to play. We hit the switch, and then I agree. the lights go on. I absolutely agree. So, so the when, Rockets when have to be on, on a back for to seven back, games to, yeah, to, to have a chance. When they're playing back-to-backs and going to Utah and they get blown up, like, all right, whatever. Yeah, we, we know who we're, we're here. We just took an off night, whatever. We're, we're kind of not feeling it tonight. I think the Warriors know that when it's playoff time, and I think they received that humbleness when they lost up. Uh, 3-1 to Cleveland. I they know they that they can't do that during the playoffs. Regular season, a little bit different story, but I think every great team has sort of that moment where it's just like, oh shit, it's a little bit late to hit the switch. We we put ourselves behind the eight ball. And the Lakers had that where they with, uh, against Detroit, yep. where they thought, oh yeah, we just turn it on, whatever, we got this in the back. When it comes to the Rockets, um, our record's fantastic. We've blown statistically great teams out this year. Yes, you have. That means, uh, to me, that does nothing. We've done that before in the past, blow particularly great teams out. Where we have failed in the past probably 15 years since our last, or probably, was it, no, God damn it, 25 years since our last. Yeah, exactly. I was like, uh, 25 years since our last championship team. Every, every um, Texas team's won one since. We've won two. Um, <laughs> since you got to last. Um, <laughs> we, can beat, we can beat great teams. We can blow them out. But where we, we can't win the gritty, grind games. And so we've come back and won games we've been behind this year, but this year the Celtics game told me more about the Rockets than anything. A fantastic team. We shot for shot won that game. You don't have Houston doesn't have anybody with championship experience on that team, and I think that's what will possibly make a difference. Your coach, the coach is not a, a champion. Paul's not a championship. Paul's not player. a championship. No, no one is. Hard. Nobody's there has these the the pedigree to say here. Follow me. This but is they how the we hunger. did it before. They have here, the hunger of the young warriors. Here's here's what's going to be the difference, Seth. It's Harden's team. Everybody else follows his lead. Where I find him suspect, traditionally, playoff time, time, is when his shot isn't falling. Where he has a bad start to a game, he can get extra cold. He can get and extra, he gives up on the defense, and, and he can get very frustrated. So when it's an ugly game, 
he's got to find ways to get involved in other ways. Turn up the assists. Turn up the defense of you know defense. Turn up the uh, enthusiasm for his other players doing well. One way or another, he can't let his body language or his spirit get broken. And this is where I think it's different than, than previous years, is the fact that if that happens, he does have a pressure relief valve in Chris Paul, because Chris Paul is an, is that level of a ball handler, and he can basically say, just have the ball free, let me, re, let, let me recenter myself and, and go. Chris I, Paul is one of, even though he's, he'll probably go to the Hall of Fame. He's a Hall of Goddamn Probably. Fame. Yeah, he is. Probably. <laughs> Here's where he's suspect as fuck. He has never, in his... Hall of Fame career made it to the Western Conference Finals. Not, I'm not putting the team on him. I'm just saying if that situation ever happens. You, but I'm just saying playoff wise, more often than not, with Hall of Fi- a potential Hall of not Hall of very good players around him, he's come up short. He's had All Stars around him in L.A. He's had All Stars around him in uh, New Orleans, and still failed in and only done first and second round stuff. We shall see if this older Chris Paul is reliable when Harden is having a down game. But okay, I'm, but I don't I'm hoping, believe in Paul. I'm, I'm hoping in that, that Harden doesn't have that. If he does have a, uh, a bat, an off game, that he doesn't crumble like he did. Because he fucking yeah. crumbled yeah. in those playoffs. Yeah, you got to see it. You have to see it happen. Have to see it happen. So, like, you know, this yeah. is all hopes and dreams. And, yep. and what, you can't build shit on that. Okay, Let, let's stick with the basketball just a little bit more. Man, this is good stuff, man. I told you this was going to be one of my I got to say this. Pop, Greg Popovich, Steve Kerr. These two men do not give a single solitary fuck about the president. Nope. We'll call him out by name. Um, and what I find interesting is basketball is very unique in this. The... Most respected, most well-known in a lot of ways, coaches will speak out about social issues, and we don't see that in football. We don't see that in baseball for the most part. We don't see that in hockey or anything else. What do you guys think about Pop and Kerr uh, with quotes like a soulless coward calling him, calling him brick from the anchorman, and there's no comeback even from 45? What's going on? The NBA is a... Player, I think the players have more power as a players um, league than than any of the other um, organizations in terms of even baseball, football. When when you're watching a, a basketball game, you see that person's face. There, it's it's everyone knows LeBron on face. Everyone knows Harden. Everyone knows Curry. Everyone knows Durant just when they see their face. So it's you want to. Uh, the players have a lot of power, more so than any of the other sports. I mean, even touching back on what we were talking about before. Um, and I think a big extension of that goes with the coaches. The players, if the players can get the coach gone, it's happening. Mm. It's not, it's, this, is true. It's, it's not new. Magic, Magic did it. Um, Jordan's done it. Um, it's, it's happened. I mean, LeBron's done it numerous times. Yeah, he's still doing it. If you, if, if the co- yeah, yeah. <laughs> the players aren't going to play for a coach that they don't like. It's how it is. And I think if you're a coach and you have your players back, no matter what issue it is, they're going to have yours. And they're going to listen to you and treat you with more respect. When you're asking for that extra effort, you're not rolling your eyes and be like, oh, whatever. If you... Trying to get them to play hard on a back-to-back road game in the middle of 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 March and everything that they'll do it for you and because think, they know that you have their back. 
you'll, you'll fight for them against management, against political issues, whatever it is. You will have a lot. Of, you'll have more players taking a bullet for the coach than in any other sport. And I think there's only three, two co- two coaches for sure, maybe a third that are untouchable from player standpoint. Mm. Like a player can, can can steamroll any coach in the league um, historically, except for um, like all time or right now. All, well, like within the within our generation, Phil Jackson. I don't yeah. care who you are. You're not going to get him fired. Mm-hmm. Popovich. Yep. And now Kerr. Okay. Other than that, every other coach is expendable over over a player. I would say for the last two, most of the time, the players will bleed for those coaches. Agreed. They, and they love And them. that's why they are untouchable. Because yep. they're loved by the players, they win, and they're loved by their um, by their region. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Which, which one of the two? Which one of those three Popovich didn't you Kerr. believe? You didn't believe they would for for Jackson? I I, I believe that for Phil Jackson, they believed in his philosophy. To win. Both for the Lakers and for the Bulls. Uh, His triangle offense, some of the Zen stuff, you know, they bought in. I don't think there was the same level of player love as Kerr has uh, with the Warriors. Kerr is more of a player's guy. So is Popovich. That, uh, Popovich will develop you. He will not. Popovich is, it's his way. It is his way. To it. Um, but he's changing with. He's old school. I mean, as of late, we still don't fully know what's going on with this whole Kawhi thing. No, not Kawhi. I'm not talking about Kawhi. I'm talking about with. Um, uh, I'm glad I'm blanking. I was going to say, with, with even with Aldridge, Aldridge. there were some issues. Because he that tried were, to force Aldridge into his system and didn't fit. So they, now he's trying to tweak it a little bit more. Was, well. You can't make Popovich do what Popovich doesn't want this to do. This is true. Popovich is not one of those happy... I mean, what it goes on in the locker room is, is different than what we see on TV. But Popovich knows what he's doing. Uh, he's he's not... Doesn't seem like a flexible guy. Okay. But his players love him yeah. and everything. I have no issue with he's, him as a coach. Every, no one really has said anything bad about him. But you don't really see him, like, chuckling it up on, on the... On the um, on the on the baseline with with some of these other players and stuff like that, not doing some of the player friendly stuff in terms of like here, run the offense for me, uh, <laughs> Aldridge and everything. So That's I think true. I think Kerr is a little bit different in terms of being like a player overly player friendly coach, um, but I think they still all three get the same result and respect, and you're not replacing them. I think they they sort of do it in different ways. Kerr's just entered that realm. I don't think he's yet on Popovich or Phil Jackson's level. Not quite. Um, but I think he's he's very the conversation. very very close again three yeah. straight finals. We've had this yeah we've had this conversation in terms of like how Kerr's a, a different it's a it's sort of an abnormality about how you grade him with the all time great coaches um, because he essentially we know these these players are are epic but like I've said before being a great coach also has to do with managing talent. Yep, you have to be able to handle. Superstar personality. Kobe and MJ, you just you know, just everyday guys. Exactly. That's why. Those two that's guys. why I, I personally have Jackson still above um, uh, Popovich personally. Phil and, Jackson. Yeah, Phil yeah. Jackson. Yeah, not I, Mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, mm, yeah. put Mark Jackson anywhere <laughs> yeah. in this conversation because yeah, because it's, it's it goes a little bit different than X's and O's when, you, when you're dealing with with personality. And I think they're arguing for both Popovich and Phil for being number one, but they'll think those two are the greatest all yeah. time. So yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting to see how. I mean. If Kerr retired today as a Hall of Fame coach, not to derail the conversation. I think so. 
I think you can make a. I'm biased. I will admit my Not bias. First round. I think you can make the argument given the win percentage, which is off the fucking charts. The fact that he didn't inherit. Most people do this revisionist history. He didn't inherit a championship team. He inherited a playoff team. There's 16 other playoff teams every fucking year. Mm-hmm. He inherited a a good team, but one who hadn't gone to the Western With Conference Finals. Hadn't gone to the Western Conference Finals, hadn't gone to the Finals. Mm-hmm. He turned it into a championship team that is a perennial powerhouse best in the league. Yeah. So that's something... I think you can make these strong arguments, especially with the seventy-three and nine te- yeah. season and the best postseason record of all time. I don't think too. a first round, but I do think yeah. uh, a Hall of Fame level. And I think if again we'll, we'll see what happens this year, if he's able to put a third ring in four years, that is one of the most impressive dynasties we've ever seen. When you look at it in yes. its totality, I I have no sort of fight in this battle and everything. I'm just. So just throwing the question out there because I do think Kerr will be judged unfairly mm. by a lot of people in the media. I don't know how the, the voting goes for the Hall of Fame and, and everything uh, for NBA-wise. But I do think that, um, unfortunately, a lot of people will say, oh, well, he had all these superstars. He had these people <laughs> that were Hall of Famers just come to him at Golden State. He just happened to just say, go play. <laughs> and he's handing his players at the chalkboard, say, here, drop your own play. So how much coaching was he really doing? Yeah. I, th- I, I don't agree with that narrative. But I'm just saying it. that will be said, and unfortunately, because of the, the time frame that we live in right now, I think that will be a sort of a talking point by, by talking heads to Agreed. try to throw a negative shade I think you had the same Kirk. conversation with Jackson, with Jackson but sure. not as big as with Kirk. I mean, Jackson, like all his championships, he had the best player in the world on his team. Yes. But they had to play. No, yeah. they had to play. Yeah. No, absolutely. And they Tom Jonovich had Kobe and Shaq. Yeah, and they, they were not champions before Phil. I, yeah. You have to stress that. Oh, you yeah. I mean? Kerr, Kerr had They were champions. I think Kerr's getting wor- the worst of it, yeah. of, the, of the three. Yeah. You have to look. I think with coaches, you have to look back later. Because I actually respect Eric Spolster a lot. You know, with and without LeBron, I think he's... A hell of a coach. I like Rick Carlisle in in, in uh, Dallas. He's won a championship. Yeah. Because there's other good ones. Well, the, Hall of, oh, the mm-hmm. Hall of Fame coaches, they have massive win totals and mm-hmm. everything. You look at like uh, Chuck Daly, yes. Lenny Wilkins. It's like 800-something wins and da-da-da-da, whatever. Where Curry, what, he just got his 250 or 300 win like or something that. like that. So it's like... But faster than anybody oh, else. Oh, yeah, faster, yeah. So it's, it's weird that... Um, in terms of, I mean, the percentage is up there, but it, it'll be curious to see how longevity plays in. I do want to ask, I saw a question that uh, I saw um, Cake Man jump into on oh, okay. Facebook. What was it? In terms of, like, do you think a team, well, the, the way that question was constructed was that, do you think a team over the last 10 years, take players from the last from now through the past 10 years, constructed would be able to beat the 92 Dream Team. Now... I, I take... I'm sorry. I take any player I want of the last 10 years. You build a team from the last 10 years till now. Can they beat the Dream Team? Versus yes. the Dream Team. Yes, you can. I, okay, yeah. God, I was When I was reading it, I was, I was thinking and I, I needed to go back and look at stuff because a lot of people... Old heads are like, no, no team ever would have beat the dream team. And I'm just like, players have never been down, bigger, man. faster, stronger than they have right yeah. now. Let, let me, let me, let me. I think that'd be a nice homework assignment we need to do. We need to construct our. Dream, you, our you dream. put it out there. I already got my thoughts. <laughs> oh, so, so we have our 90s dream team and then we have to build yeah. a 2000s dream team? Well, hold on, hold on. Let me say this, goddammit. <laughs> the thing that people are forgetting 
1992 in Barcelona, which was very historic, it changed the world in terms of making basketball, NBA basketball, much more international. Mm. You have a superstars like Jordan who are just getting started with their championship run, and you have Barkley still young, but you have an old Larry Bird, old Larry Bird. and a very mm. old and potentially even HIV positive Magic, even though we didn't know it mm. at the time as well. So those two are on their last legs. It's not the 86, you know, yeah, Larry those Bird. Those aren't 12 Matt. people in their prime. No. Yeah. You, Christian Leitner ain't shit, obviously. You should have had Shaq, but that's a different story. Mm-hmm. You have talent on that team, but you have Chris Mullen, you have John Stockton. John Stockton wasn't John Stockton yeah, no. in 1992, even though people want to forget. And yes, he was a Hall of Famer. I think that I can construct a team from 10 years ago all the way till now that has much more athleticism and talent and would take it to them. Oh, yeah. Because the other thing that people are forgetting, there was a practice during the 1992 got Dream Team where they, lost. where they had college athletes on there. I think Grant Hill was one. Hill, I think Chris Weber. They got crushed, uh, didn't they? Uh, they Rogers. ran them out the fucking gym. Yeah. And then Jordan's competitiveness mm-hmm. peaked up and Pippen and whatnot, and they, they got it back. But that team was not invincible. They looked that way against Angola. But they were not invincible against today's NBA stars. We will get into it much more, but that's a great one to yeah, say. I think we should each build. Let's 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 let's, let's sit it up. I mean, we each build what? Uh, a, twelve person a, team. Twelve per total. I see ten. Okay. Twelve is good. But what, what what's the stipulations? What year to what year? From from current day. Oh eight. Back to when? Oh eight to uh, twenty eighteen. Uh, and then uh, we'll just use the ninety two dream team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just right. compare and contrast. Yeah. I mean, as long I think it'll be. I think it'll be easy. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. Uh, should we wrap, almost wrap it up? I got one more big question. Uh, maybe the, maybe one more after this. How dirty is us? Zaza. Dirty motherfucker. I mean, I'm biased. The Warriors are my goddamn team. I can't really answer this, but I can. He's, he's fucking dirty. What do you guys say? In the words, in the words of Westbrook, did you watch the play? No. Then why are you asking stupid questions? Zaza, he, he fell forward and he did not have to. And he didn't get touched. Yeah. <sighs> The, his leg got hooked. You, did you see the, the from the different angle where Nick Young's leg goes into the joint? Sure. Why didn't you put your hand out as you're falling? That's, that's, Every player that's, sticks that's, his hand yeah. back. You yeah, took he, advantage he, of a situation. Either you sit down, you fall down, like straight down, or if you are falling forward, there's an, oh shit, I'm falling forward. Let me put my hands out a little bit. Or there's not a people's elbow fall- coming down, cracking. Or if, you, if you're falling backwards, you put your hands back. Yeah, or you roll on your butt. Yeah. I, I, I think the bigger question is, what's wrong with being a dirty player? Oh, I don't have anything wrong with it. Just, was he dirty? Everybody needs a goon. Every team needs a goon. This is their goon. I, Our Rockets goon was Beverly. Mm-hmm. Be- I, Beverly I get, didn't do anything illegal, but it was dirty. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Bowden was was dirty. Artest was dirty. Jalen Rose, yeah, Rose on Kobe cutting it under his legs, yeah, which um, he admitted to. Who's that? <laughs> Shaq was a dirty. Like Shaq was a dirty player. Yeah. He would physically go in like when he like, talk, oh, talk the about how dirty Duke. Harden's uh, was crossover it, was. Was the lights the light skinned dude from Duke, Mister? He was defensive guy, smart dude from. Oh, Duke. you're talking about Shane um, Battier, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, and I, I you can, I, I always see, yeah, that's what I said at, uh, earlier. I was like. I, I see Facebook posts all the time on my little time hop thing reminding me. I was like, I don't want Artest on these Lakers, blah, 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 blah. Artest, Artest won a championship against the Celtics. I was like, I'm eating crow. His, his toughness. Yeah. His toughness was there. He was got, much, even though Powell was the 
like dominant force offensively as a big man, and then you also had Bynum, yeah. who was incredible too, and Lamar Odom. You basically had three. I think footers. you have to have those players to win championships. Tough. You have to have those players that are going to go in there and body up their best player. We watched the, the Celtics Lakers documentary. Yep, and Mikhail was a huge. Oh, Mikhail was dirty as huge per, part of that. Even Rambis doing dirty, dirty stuff. So I like, mean, you you had somebody that was not scared to get physical, not scared to take somebody's legs out. Celtics are smart. Smart, smart's that guy. Yep. He's not going to be the star, but he's going to go in there and play soft. So, it, sounds Zaza. Like we, it sounds like we all agree yeah. that Zaza has a reputation that's well earned. But it's needed. But he, he also plays the role of this goofy guy, probably because of his nationality in some ways. Like, oh, you know, I didn't mean it. My yeah. English isn't that great. I fell down. My yeah. fell down. You know. Oh, God. But, it's a pass, yeah. But, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. It we saw the play. Yeah. We saw the goddamn play. God yeah. damn it. would be interested if we had a Spurs fan, how they would feel about that whole... Uh, Ooh, yeah. Maybe, I, I uh, felt bad. Especially now that uh, Russ... Uh, we haven't seen really Kawhi, Kawhi back at all. Since then. Um, take us out on this one, Stitch, and a professor. You obviously have a dog in this fight, too. <laughs> John Jones, um, UFC. Oh, wow. What in the entire fucking shit has gone on? He I is... Like I'm gonna go see, you want to go first or you want to go sit first? I say, no, you, you can go first. Okay, so um, out of here, uh, I do jujitsu. I, fo- I followed the <laughs> MMA, UFC for quite a while. Um, my opinion is, he is... By far the most gifted athlete in the UFC. The guy's a monster. He's a physical freak. Can't be touched. Um, he's getting. He's he's getting in his own way. And uh, I think he's he's much like uh, guys throughout history that have been fantastic, but just can't get out of their own way. Mm-hmm. That are just. I mean, drugs, alcohol, gambling, women, whatever it may be. I mean, for some reason they can't get past. Like, hey, let's do this after I make my. Tens of millions of dollars, but uh, he's he's suspended for a year, um, license revoked, and that's minimum for that's minimum. He may be getting more depending on um, where the uh, allegations fall and what the courts decide. But if he's only suspended a year, he can come back. With his age, he can still come back and still dominate. And I would love to see. It. I want to see him succeed. Wow. I want to see him succeed because I, I hate watching people waste their time. I want to see him get his life together. Finally figure things out. For the and third get time? He's, hey! He, he's... N- nobody is going to be... At least on the outside to the casual. I, I know you have a vested interest. You do jujitsu. I get it. Nobody on the outside wants to see him succeed. Or get another chance. I'm just... I'm telling you that flat out. But he will. If he gets his shit together and he gets his... He will have another shot. That's I don't because, believe he, I, I think that's only because that's the only... Thing Dana White has in his pocket. No, there's a bunch of guys that are coming out that are fantastic. As the casual fan, can you tell me who's somebody you might even yeah. be interested in watching let, a pay per view? Let from? me say this: <laughs> Yes, there are quote unquote talented UFC fighters. However, I'm talking about the business side. None of them are known, and okay. I mean, and I mean, none of them are known in terms of household and making me click. Buy on pay per view. But you can see anything about boxing. Well, hold on. Boxing is a different story. Boxing, yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not. Always talking about this. Always says this. I always talk about this. Yeah. Like, we're not comparing boxing. Yeah, like, this, well, uh, <laughs> UFC. Stay on topic. Has a talent deficiency based on the fact that they don't have a talent deficiency. They have a big name deficiency. Well, well, deficiency. Well, well, and they the, the two are the two are kind of simultaneous because here's the thing: if you have the talent. 
it need cream rise to the top. That's what we were just talking about with the NBA. I haven't seen any cream rising that becomes household names that that the casual is going to care about. Organic cream. In a long time. I want to say organic cream because... How long? It's... it's Two, it's, three years. It's talent that we've... we've St. Pierre. George St. Pierre was much longer ago. He's still on top of the game. He's the champion. George St. Pierre. <laughs> when was the last time he had a pay-per-view? That's what two, I'm talking two about. Two years ago? Okay. That, that, that's a while, man. That, he was injured. It doesn't matter to me, though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the, casual, the casual fan is not waiting. That's what I'm saying. Waiting like, I can't that's, wait for that's G. A, that's G a problem. And he has one coming up. Okay, when is that one? Uh, the casual fan doesn't know who's fighting. The casual spring? fan, see? That, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah. The rare times, me and Prodigy agree. <laughs> but this, uh, the UFC is, oh, is in dire, dire trouble. And, and like I said before, I'm not comparing to boxing. Say this it again is, for the people in the back. You're not comparing to boxing. Okay. This is just UFC in itself. UFC has shot itself in the foot, stepped on its dick. <laughs> the For the past four years, let's get at it. They had Dana White doing the whole boy who cries wolf. In terms of this is the greatest talent you've ever seen. You need to buy this pay-per-view. This is the best person ever. He's he's once-in-a-lifetime fighter, etc., etc., etc. Chuck Liddell... Shot Evan. Chuck Liddell ran the UFC for years. How was he? How was that? I'm, I'm stepping I'm, on I'm, your own I'm, dick. I'm talking about when Dana White started getting history. on top of the mountain, screaming to the casuals. We understand he he's been doing his shit from from way back. But when he started saying, "Casual fans, come watch us," which I have no problem. That's how you get. That's how you build your brand. You get business and yeah. everything. When he's doing the whole showman thing, the whole Vince McMahon aspect of it, saying, come watch us, casual friend, that hasn't been watching us for years. They don't know about Tank Abbott and uh, Ken Shamrock and stuff, or the Gracies. Watch us now. This guy is a star. You need to watch him. He's, a, he's amazing. He's a LeBron James. He's a mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant of our sport. He's what you need to pay $50 to watch on Saturday. Okay. 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 I'm going to tune in and watch it. I watch, and he loses... Okay, maybe I watched some history. Maybe I watched Buster Douglas beat Tyson. Okay, fine. Maybe I, I just got lucky. Next thing I know, it's happening again. We had Lindell, we had Rasan Evans, then it switched over to Rousey, which was okay. This now it's a female, and she's she's whooping ass. And I I said okay, you're beating up on soup cans, but whatever. Then she loses. She loses. Soup cans. She she lost, and she was never the same after her one loss. She, like Pac-Man. And, and essentially, he promoted the so-called, this is the best you've ever seen person over and over and over again. And every time the lights are on this person that he's, he's throwing us in their faces, you can't miss this person. You need to watch them. This is greatness. They lose. It happened over and over and over again. And they, he did it every time in one of their, their premier top stars. And then last time which I, I talked about on over and over again, they put their prize pig in McGregor, who's <laughs> supposed to be the new shit. He's, he's, he's got he's charisma. He's young. He's from Ireland. He's a badass. He doesn't give a fuck. He's like Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he's really fighting. Yep. Okay, I'm down to watch that. So we're going to put him in a boxing ring versus the greatest, one of the arguably the big... I, I like the move. Gregor is... 
McGregor's done. It, no, he's not. He's coming back. When? He's already said he wants to come back and fight. That's he cool. wants to fight. He wants Pierre, to. What, but they're not going to do does it. Does want wait, to wait, sell wait. tickets? Yeah. Here's what they. <laughs> but why? Why would you come back? You just made no, more no, money no, than no, you ever no, have no, in your no, life. No, no, if you're no. McGregor or if you're Dana White running the UFC, McGregor. McGregor chooses when he's fight. He has to fight. Hold on. Hold on. Let me say this. Let me say this. The problem that I have with it is that fight took place last year, and it was an exhibition. It was some clownery shit. He lost not as many casuals, and I can speak very loudly and definitively because friend, I'm a casual. Just rewind. As a, he, Dana White promoted it yes. as this being, you going to watch him whip his ass, and we watched a 40-year-old man. Was he 39? 40, 40. Yeah. We watched a 49-year-old man 40 year old work, man. work into the dirt, a 26-year-old person. And we saw everyone knew it was coming. No. Who? But, but, uh, yeah, the, the money was about even on the base. But, but hold on, hold on. Don't, don't let me get sidetracked. What I'm saying is for the casual fan, you saw him fight there. It was well promoted, well attended, blah, 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 blah. A lot of money exchanged, exchanged hands. There is no scheduled fight for the UFC with him right Why this moment. Why the fuck would you? Okay, you came from nothing. From from whose point, are, whose point of view are you promoting? Because you're, if you're... you're it, there are two it's different your, agendas. It's your price fighter. You're going to tell him, hey, you just made $100 million. I need you to fight in nine months. You had better if, if, here's the thing. Who's the face of the UFC right now for the fighters? Male. Uh, that pause right there. <laughs> McGregor, right no. There. We have a couple. For people that watch it, McGregor for that one no, and St. Pierre. No, no, no. Here's the thing. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Audience, I'm sorry. You can get loud as you want. You got no the, kids here. Yeah. The pause that happened right there is exactly what I'm talking about. When I say who's the face of the NBA, you say LeBron, you say Steph, you say KD, whoever. There's never a pause. When I say who's the face of the NFL, you say Brady, you say Breeze, you say Aaron Rodgers. There's never a pause. When we talk about the UFC right this particular moment, there is a legitimate pause because... There's nobody that's scheduled to fight right now that is a big household name with the casuals. That is a huge but problem. But this is the first time in a long time. You had Liddell for years. Then you had Anderson Silva for years. Not before, not before you started to tap into BJ, the... Not before you started to tap into the ESPN casual market viewership in terms of like... Obviously, I'm saying, I understand UFC was making McGregor their money. McGregor is still UFC. the face of the everything. He's just taking a break right now. The guy, a came, break? From, the guy came from nothing. Can't a break? Take, can't, take a break, can't take a break back. If, if he's the face of, you need him scheduled, you need him scheduled, and you need to be promoting something that's happening pretty much in the next month. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the Chris Rock uh, latest I don't agree. I, I think fighting is different. I mean, one, you, don't, you need seven months to prepare for a fight. Minimum. The last... The... the, the Exhibition clown bullshit was in September of last year. August, September. September, yes, okay. But the guy, can't, March. but the guy can't make it from nothing. Let the guy have a break for a little while and let the these break. things come well, on. Then, and come well, on. then there's no face of the league while He's, that break is happening. He hasn't fought a UFC fight in how long? Mm, the actual maybe UFC fight early early 2017. If LeBron was saying like, you know what, I'm gonna That's take bad man. If LeBron's like, you know what, let he me would have had one if he hadn't fought uh, Mayweather. But what would you do? Fight that, or would you fight Mayweather for hundred million if you if, lose? If, no, no, no. Let's compare. Let's say LeBron all of a sudden was just like, you know what? People say I'm the greatest athlete in the world. I'm gonna go uh, do some soccer with Messi. Jordan and, and did. Then, Jordan had gambling problems, and we're not gonna go down this road. <laughs> Jordan not, did it. We're not gonna talk Jordan about Jordan. Did it. The Jordan. face of the NBA retired to play baseball. But the, that was a two years. Wait, but that was a two years that the Rockets won. So we're not gonna talk about this. Yeah. We're not gonna talk about. Who's Why? Because it's my argument. <laughs> 
All right, yeah, all right, all right, all right. We can go about this all day. He, re- he retired. Yeah, he did retire. Yeah, retired. It was completely. But, but in any way, he took a break and came back. You can't have no replacement, no successor to this face of the the, the league. And you want to talk about losing money? Like the, the NFL was UFC is losing money. There's no successor. The toilet is flushing on the UFC. I, I, I agree. Don't well, again. Too casual. There's some hardcore fans, and hardcore fans are going to be hardcore fans. I don't know who there is besides yeah. McGregor that is fighting, that is a superstar, that I want to hit that subscribe yeah. or pay for button. On Daniel Cormier. Lafayette from no, Lafayette. No, he, he became the new crying Jordan the last yeah, time we saw him. Last time we up. saw him. But he, he was, got beat by John Jones, who would have been. Oh, okay. so, so, so John we, Jones would be the face. So, would be the face. It, That's it, not Dana's white fault. That's not his fault. He uh, would be on. Fucking stop! It's not his fault. You see, it's not. It's not his fault that uh, your drug testing system was a complete absolute failure That's for the second thing. time. But you, he's trying to keep his his chill alive. <laughs> I'm not gonna go. He's honestly like your prize cow. He's like, bro, come on, bro, come on. Eventually, you gotta be like, all right, we. I gotta suspend you. Okay, so I gotta suspend you. Who's, I, who, who runs? A, who runs a better business, Dana White or Vince McMahon? Vince McMahon every day. It's not a fucking question. One's acting. One's <laughs> full of goddamn actors. It's because there's and more rednecks. And there's tons of rednecks. And, and your, your, your hottest motherfucking stars in the UFC are going to Vince McMahon to make money. What's, is, what's that say about your trash-ass sport? You got you, you, had, you had a guy from, the, from WWE come in, run shit in Brock Lesnar... Ran your fucking shit, and now it's like, oh, Brock, come back. No, Please, Brock, Brock got Brock, Brock did not run shit. He got fucking waylaid. Did, did he not? Did he not? Was he not holding the belt? Was he not the champion for a second? And then he got tapped the fuck out because he can't fucking because he can't do much more than brute strength. Who money would, comes who would, who would bring in more money right now if you if you if you put Daniel Cormier on your on your card or if you put Brock Lesnar? Brock Lesnar every fucking time. I'll tell you that right now. Thank I'll you. Do. What's wrong with your sport? <laughs> because that's because that's because he's he's drawing all the fans from WWE. Who? Brock Lesnar would. That's he's, he's not getting new fans from uh, like just random misled people. So he's what? bringing in all the that's, fans that's from the WWE. Problem. That's the problem because you guys are not building a fan base on your own organic talent. You that's guys right. are are requiring. Oh, look at this boxer come in and fight our guy, but he lost. So let's let's get this UFC this WWE guy to fight our guy. Now the WWE guy wins. You need- how are you building this? Not I don't want to call it a farm system because that that downplays it. But how are you guys building your brand if you are just recruiting these other outside sources to fight your talent? But the outside sources are whooping your talent's ass. How does that build your? But your- they're not beating their ass at their own game. But hold on, hold on. Who? That's Dana White's fault. Yeah, you you. <laughs> have, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tone it down a little bit. Here's the thing. You have to have your next Mike Tyson. You have to have your next Jordan, your next LeBron already doing the work of having compelling fights that make people want to do pay-per-view right now. You can't have your goat, your temporary goat, out of the game for a year. And you certainly can't have nothing scheduled for him even right this moment as we speak. That's not a good look. You just have to manage things better and more effectively from a promotion standpoint for the casuals. Your last goat... You don't have that right now. The last goat, we talk about... uh, What's it called? Rousey. Rousey took two straight L's. Knocked knocked the F out. 
or whatever. She did. And and like we said before, in terms of like it becoming mainstream or whatever, you're getting these UFC people getting being stars in Hollywood movies. Yep. Talk about taking lead roles. Yet you, you had Rampage Jackson. Yep. In in on at the end of his career. Yeah. Well, I mean, but still. So you're, you're getting PR. We're talking getting, PR. Yeah, PR. You're getting casual fans be like, oh, yeah, that's the UFC I know guy. Rampage. I'm yeah. watching him in, in A Team. I'm watching Drowsy in, uh, Fast, in and Fast and Furious. I'm, yep. I'm watching Chuck Liddell doing uh, stuff on Entourage episodes and stuff like that. George St. Pierre was win- Winter Soldier. You're getting, yeah. yeah, you're getting them to become household names and stuff. And, like, okay, yeah, there were some older guys and everything. So you want to get the younger guys in that whole thing, but and make them the oh this is the badass, this is the toughest dude. But when I'm watching them it, tune into what they're doing, they're catching Z's and everything. So it, it's it's just not working. So you had that person catch a loss, then you had uh, McGregor catch the loss in the boxing, and then all all of a sudden you're telling me that Jones, who is your two-time guilty doper drug dude, who Last we saw him, he whipped Cormier, had him crying like a little bitch. He became new crying Jordan meme for a he while. He did, he did, Now, once, afterwards, once he gets suspended, we're supposed to be like, oh, well, uh, yeah, last time you saw this dude, he was crying, but uh, he's our awesome talent, so watch him. Spend $50 to watch the dude you watched uh, get worked over embarrassing and was crying afterwards. Doesn't yeah, work for casuals. He's, he's our, he's our, uh, our top star. Come, come pay $50 on a Saturday night to watch uh, 15 minutes of this. fighting. I will say this. Go ahead. UFC to stay at the top of the UFC takes more than it does in most sports because you like not only you're not just training uh, to defend yourself in boxing. Sure. You got to train boxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, Judo. You but you realize this, and I, I I hear you on all of that technical stuff. Not a single casual is going to give a. <laughs> Solitary fuck, and their money. I agree. Not, I just say it's their money's it's not harder. Go to that. It's harder to to, but, to deal with. But those your type job of... as commissioner, your job as owner, your job as chief guy of that is to promote it so that I care, and I care based on the personalities and the stories and the compelling uh, in and out of the octagon stuff that goes on with the fighters. Right now, from the outside looking in, there seems to be a void. For a casual fan. And everybody seems to be making these strange excuses for that. But the reality just is very apparent. You know what I mean? Like, you need a superstar. You've had superstars. No, they need one right now. They uh, they need... What's his name to come back? Honestly, does the UFC need need, uh, uh, McGregor to come back? Absolutely. But do I blame McGregor for not coming back? That's... that's, that's failure of management. That's a failure of management. I don't think you, I don't think they could have had a choice with him. Well, here's here's what here's what here's LeBron what here's where I disagree. Like, LeBron was just like, I ain't playing ball no more. Fuck that. LeBron ain't getting checks. Yeah. Here's my thing. <laughs> Dana White controls a lot with these fighters. He controls who's going to fight next in a lot of ways. At least from what I've been told. Is that wrong? They sign contracts, but there's not. So they have this fight so often uh, within he a certain amount of time. The, I thought he picks the championship. He's the one that says you will be headlining UFC. XXX, right? No, they they can they have to agree to the fight like like in boxing. Okay, and then uh, then at that point they schedule which UFC fight you're gonna go. He to. coordinates it. A he lot coordinates. Them. Them. Okay, fine. But if, a fighter can refuse to. But you have but you have time because I had to fight within a certain amount of time. Sure. What? However, it's getting coordinated behind the scenes from an operational standpoint. It needs to happen, and it needs to be in a more efficient manner. It, not only in a more efficient manner, more financially. Uh, lucrative, but they don't have the option for that yet. They're still building it. Well, see, that's my thing, though. 
if you get more casuals because you have a compelling story that I give a fuck about, you're going to get more people being willing to pay not only 50 bucks, but maybe even yeah. more you, for the pay-per-view. You gained a shit... Well, I don't know how the money broke down with the McGregor-Mayweather fight. Uh, I think Mayweather got the line. McGregor got, uh, but Mayweather got. Uh, no, McGregor got a hundred million. I would and then Mayweather got close to a billion. Well, I'm, I'm terms in terms of like what the UFC brought into their pockets, and in, I think in terms was, of like a business. I would hope that by doing that whole fucking stupid clown show of a publicity stunt with your fighter, you brought in more revenue than you had before because that was a what it was a four uh, something hundred million dollar pay per view. Yeah. Uh, check. It was big. Yeah. I would imagine that, that you take that money and build your own brand and everything. If you're going to take your prize fighter, put him out there. But you got to think, Dana White doesn't run the UFC. Like, he's the face, but he doesn't run the UFC anymore. Whoever it is. It, to me, it was bot. Whoever's, whoever's making these decisions. It could be a group. It could be a board. They're stepping on matter. our dick. You, by you, doing. you can't leave a, a void ever. The only, even for the NBA, the reason why you have an NBA channel and an NFL channel, even though they have, they have off seasons and with content on during the off seasons, is because there's no such thing as a void. A good example is like with, with baseball when they had the strike and everything, mm-hmm. and that was not just a, a play, a one player doing whatever. When you did not have baseball, people were just like, you know what, fuck you guys, I'm gonna spend my money watching some some other stuff, and. It took a long, long, long time. McGuire so Until you had some steroids and you saw the balls flying out of the park for people to actually give a shit at for baseball. Give another example. When the NHL, which has always been fourth yes. fiddle, when the NHL had their lockout, and again, NHL ratings have never set the world on fire unless you're a Canadian, They put ESPN put on the World Series of Poker mm-hmm. and the ratings were much higher. More eyeballs watching, more butts in seats. Than for the NHL fucking playoffs. It, it's it's about casual fans. In terms of getting your money, it, you're going to have your hardcore fans in every sport. It can be MLS. It can be Major League Lacrosse. <laughs> you're going to have your hardcore fans. WNBA. Watch <laughs> no, don't even go there. Which, it, God. It, it is true. They got a few. You WNBA fans will watch the WNBA. But you want something that moves the needle mm. or whatever. I mean, even with WNBA... Candace Parker, she can dunk, oh, they, and they marketed the shit out of that. Oh, we got some women that can that can ball the fuck out. Oh, maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll see a woman dunk oh, and just say I saw it. That's fine because you know what? You get eyeballs that you wouldn't have had before. Right now, the UFC is not even making an effort to get eyeballs on their sport that they had before, um, because mainly they killed their talent pool by doing stupid exhibitions and just running it dry. And and now there's. Your other star fucking is a, a two-time doper. They, here's what they need. They need a gator in the octagon or a kangaroo in the octagon. Oh, God. Bring in the animal fights, goddammit. I want to see it. Yeah. Holy shit. We've gone everywhere. I think we got to wrap this up, goddammit. This, this was a long cast. Two and a half hours. This was an exciting cast. We know we went deep. Uh, Professor Dangenstein, where can folks find you on those interwebs? Um, you can find me at uh, the professor on Twitter and, or at the professor, and then Instagram um, at Ryan Cardona and Facebook Ryan Cardona. Look at you! You got put both your a government, government name, name out there, out there and you've been known to put dick pics out on fucking <laughs> social media. Hey, don't be kink shaming! Don't kink shaming up in here, my friend. <laughs> Stitch, uh, where, the, where oh, can they find man, you? It's at uh, Hey It's Stitch H E Y I T S S T I T C H. Uh, you can find me on that. I put my uh, my Instagram out there, but 
shoot us a question. You've got any other questions you need to talk about. You want to talk about uh, soccer and make uh, Prodigy talk in circles like he knows what he's talking about. I know That's soccer. Football. I just also <laughs> want to say motherfucking Kobe Bryant Oscar winner. Oh, God damn it. I knew he was doing it. Space Jam won how many Oscars? Oh, shit. Okay. Fall back, Jordan fans. <laughs> Sit down. Oh, my God. Sit Get down. Be humble. Holy fucking shit. Hold this Oscar. At Cthulhu's <laughs> Prodigy, C-T-H-U-L-H-U-S-P-R-O-D-I-G-Y. Uh, there will be adult, not suitable for work content on this. <laughs> Fudas. Large dick Fudas, uh, usually uh, having uh, all kinds of sexual relations on there. Uh, so just be warned. Oh, Thank um, you. Uh, well, Prodigy, I want to make a bet with you real quick. What you got? Rockets win. You have to put a Rockets logo on your uh, Facebook and Instagram. He's got to have a Facebook. We don't even know if he's going to have a Facebook jail. <laughs> he might be in Facebook jail. <laughs> if I'm not in Facebook jail, if the Rockets win, I will have a Rockets logo as my no, profile you got, No, you got to make him, you got to get him to wear a Rockets shirt and hat and then you need to take a photo of it. Sure. Yeah, Dill? there you go. Oh, what do I get though? What do I get when the Dubs win? What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? Uh, you want to paint my dick with orange colors or what? No, I'm not paying your dick. We'll do the same. We'll do the same for you. All right, sounds like a plan. All right. Thank y'all. Mamba out, Jordan Mamba out, out, everybody out. Hope you win your Mamba out. Make your suck. Can't win. This was splitting of the atom only a few decades ago. And through his God-given genius of science, man at last has succeeded in penetrating further and further into the unknown vastness of space. Yet many questions remain unanswered.